we got to switch our podcast to six in the morning. <laughs> I can't. Uh, well, maybe Ibrahim will pop up. Maybe he won't. We'll see. So how's everybody doing? Living the dream, friend. Living the dream. I'm good, man. I'm good. You know? I, I survived, man. Uh, rough three three-hour movie. Oh, during overtime? <laughs> no, that was yeah, yeah, it was during over. I was watching that shit. I watched wow, like this morning, ish. Well, I yeah. watched I watched the Heat today, but I watched the other one yesterday. And I was like, holy shit! Oh, I watched the Heat today. By the way, people, this is what we're today. Tonight we are reviewing Dogville and the Heat. What a weird ass combination! Very, hey, it, you know what it is? It's uh female leading role movies. It is, yeah. Yeah, see, you see what we do? You see what the wheel did, people? Why? Because we that's, respect and appreciate that's, women. So that's got to be something we do each week, try to find some kind of connection. Yes. It don't so, matter what it is. As oddball as this seems, female-led movies. I like yes. it. Yes. Yeah. I, I like, I really like that idea. And you know what it is about these movies is that they're empowering female parts. Why? Listen. I'm going to tell you why really quick. I'm just going to break this down. There's going to be some spoilers, of course. Now, both movies, the women characters are not respected in the beginning. Shut up. That's not the part where it, it grows for women. They're not respected. They're, like, kind of just... Because of, like, for example, for the Heat, there's two powerful women. And because of their power, powerful, like, personalities and just the way they are strong Caucasian women, Caucasian queens, is that what we're, we're going to call them? <laughs> <laughs> um, make that a T-shirt. Like it, gro- like it grows throughout the movie, but in both sides, the characters grow and develop more. Some crazy shit happens, especially in Dogville. Well, Dogville over here, but um, like at the end of the movie, because of these, like they ran the show. Like you just see how they they figured it all out and they got it. And so that's that's cool. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. The heat, right? So I seen it, hit the wheel, and I'm going to watch it this morning. And I'm just like, oh, man. He's like fucking white people. No. Uh, these no. white comedies. No no no, 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 not even that. Not that. Not this time, guys. Probably next week. But hey, hey, yeah, that reminds me. If we spin the wheel and it lands on this 2000 to 2010 category again, I think we need to skip it because it's already been like five weeks in a row. Yo, it's been. I, it, I think it has. Honestly, I think it's been like it, at least it's three. definitely not a couple weeks in a row. It's between that and the OG. Ah, there he is. There he is. Got to get the fucking mouse over there now. There it is. Can you see? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> you see what he's doing? He- <laughs> Hilarious. This is gonna be me torturing Aaron all night. Aaron, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess I gotta do the same thing with an avatar and get Tom Green. <laughs> get a Tom Green avatar, yeah. Or die. I don't just piss everybody in the world. Dog. I will punch you right through the web webcam. See? Tom, Tom Green with a cow nipple in his mouth. Punch your black ass. <laughs> <laughs> I respect that. <laughs> but anyways, what I was getting at is both of these movies can be seen as empowering for women, depending on how you watch how you. Towards the end, especially towards the end. That's what I'm getting at, guys. The beginning, 
Yeah, yeah. Full of both. It's especially the especially Dogville. You don't want to go to the beginning. That's a hot take. (laughs) That was Dogville was a very long three hours. Yes. But uh, watching like and before she did it, I'm like, if I was her, I'd burn that whole fucking town down. Mm -hmm. Which I feel is like the point, right? Like it is, and I'm I'm incredibly satisfied that they just went through, murdered everybody, burned the whole town down. That that fire went out very fucking fast. And it's I a very small out. town. He peed on it. He came, he peed on the fire, and he got <sighs> that's that's how the fire went out. Chris, name any other person in this world that can get a no Nicholas Cage would just make the fire who <laughs> poured gas on it. <laughs> He'd somehow light himself on fire because he burns himself in like half the movie season. That is true. So, so where do we where where are we starting with? Let's start with what we're drinking really quick, and then we'll oh. dive into these these movies, these films. Good to see Ibrahim after a couple weeks yeah. off. Yeah, we missed you, man. I've been away. I've been busy. Coming from Tommy Blue Balls Edison here. <laughs> yeah, we're here. We're, we're here. Sturdy Rojas. I couldn't think of anything. I'll start. Um, a raspberry snapple, raspberry tea snapple, and 100 proof vodka. Two glasses. The other one's over there. Nice. Some dissimulation IPA from Warbler Brewery, which I just put out a new episode of my podcast where I chatted with the owner and drank beers and talked all about that. Nice. So, and it's delicious, right from Del Mar, New York. Mm-hmm. I'm drinking some Shipyard IPA. My last two I have for that. Going to have to put another order in for stuff. There you go. Hell yeah. Uptown beverage. Uh, yeah, I'm not really drinking anything. I just have some water. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Counts, man. It's important to hydrate. Yes. <laughs> Especially when you watch a three-hour movie yeah. where it's all set on a stage. Yes. Uh, it yes. just keeps going and going and going. Yo, it's like a live it's like live action audiobook. <laughs> I don't know if anyone like it was. It was. So I like um the thing that I had I know there are title cards that were in like Swedish or whatever the fuck. And I had no yeah. translation, so I had no idea what they were. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, you had that too. I was like, damn. <laughs> it's like, okay, I guess it's another they're, chapter. They're, but I don't yeah, know. they're doing chapter three, and it's telling you what's about. You're like, yeah, I don't yeah. know what the fuck. <laughs> really? <Yeah. Why laughs> I was like, okay, I, I'll fucking know, but I, I know watched it's it on, getting darker. I watched it on Amazon, and it was all in English. Oh, see, mine was. I didn't watch it on Amazon. Well, I yeah, found the English version. What's that? It I, it took me a couple of links, but I found an English version of this movie because I because I was I was doing like a watch listen when I was at work, and what was it French? I don't fucking know. Well, or Swedish? You said Swedish. Sweet. It's it's bit. yeah. He's some. He's like Danish or Swedish. Or yeah. Yeah. They filmed the whole thing on a stage in Sweden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, whatever they were speaking, no disrespect. I just don't know. But whatever language they're speaking, so the white person language. And then <laughs> top it off, there was no subtitles. I was like, there is no fucking way. There's no way. I gotta find something. So I just moved a few. Oh lines. no, I had it in English, but when they showed the chapters, it was a different language. Yeah, mine like was the still writing. Showing. The writing. Mine's yeah. were still showing as English, though. Mine, oh, okay. mine was showing the the other language, and then it was showing English on the like right under it. 
Oh, no, see, I didn't have that. Yeah, I didn't even have that. Anything said, though. Chapter 6, I think I remember that, but I don't remember what Chapter 6 was about. <laughs> chapter 6, Dirtiness in the Orchard. Oh, man. I think first and foremost, I think the question is, did this movie need to be three hours long? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> I yeah, don't I, I don't know. I mean, I could I could see how you can justify it. Like, it's it's a long drama, and... You know, like, like a lot of stuff happens, you know, at first it's like, oh, okay, she's on the run and it's like kind of positive and then it quickly starts to fucking turn. Oh yeah. But like, it's not a unique story in that you stumble across this totally unique story. Obviously the setting is nothing I've watched before like that, at least on film. It's felt almost felt like an amateur play at sometimes. I was I was going to say that it felt more like like a high school play I was watching. It felt more like a play than a movie to me. Which isn't a bad thing. It just no, felt like play more than a movie, but it was just, and with it being set, which is crazy. This may sound with me saying that it felt more like a play. I feel like the three hours worked, versus if it felt more like a movie to me, in my opinion. If it felt like a movie, then the three hours, I'm like, no, you can take a fucking hour off at least, man. I was just sitting there like. I had headphones on and I was listening to a fucking audiobook with pictures. <laughs> that's true. That, that's what I was like. I was just sitting there, just relaxing. I was like, I was like, yeah, because of the narration, you honestly yeah. don't even need to watch you most don't. of it. They just basically tell you everything. Yeah. You just have to <laughs> see Nicole Kidman held on the ground or going to the one house. And the, yeah, it is like they started, they're like, we don't like her. Then they agreed. We're like, yeah, as long as she helped them, they become friends. Then they're like, let's take advantage of this bitch because yeah. she's afraid to get caught. Yeah. So yeah. now, Every man is going to her shed raping her, dude. And like, instead of the wives being mad at the husbands, they're mad at the man. They're, they're mad, mad at, her. at her. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, shout out to Doomsday Kingdom Army, by the way. Yeah, yeah. What's up, Doomsday? Doomsday. Thanks for the support, man. He follows us. He follows up on me on a horror with thirty. But Doomsday, go follow these guys as well. Um, follow the Popcorn and Pints. Follow Deep Focus Cinema Podcast. Thank you, man. Oh, and yeah, uh, stories from a Thank bar. Thank you. Yeah, not Tom Blue Balls Edison. That's not nah, the podcast. <laughs> Which I'll have the things at the end of the show too. But yeah, give these guys a follow. They all do some dope stuff. And James, he's he's on all the shows. He's a whore. Yeah, he's a, I'm a whore. He's I'm, I'm, I'm a podcast whore. He's yeah, audio whore. And cheap too. I'm, I'm yeah. It's I'm, free. I'm a murder mug. It's a five finger, also known as the fist. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, the bar the bar is pretty low here. Uh, yeah. Low. <laughs> oh, look at that fist. <laughs> fist. No, but the, like the story itself isn't overly unique in that you know stranger in a town that turns out to be a town full of dirtbags. Yep. Uh, I felt like Nicole Kidman was kind of underacting. I don't know. I don't know if I expected hmm. more out of her because of the name. Yeah, I, I mean, this, she was. When did this she come out fine. again? How? It looks, is this I like, thought uh, it was like 2003. Oh, so damn! It's not even like one of her first films. <laughs> no. Nah. Uh, they plus. I, plus, I thought there was a lot of weird camera work. I thought it almost the camera work seemed a little amateurish. Well, that's on purpose. Yeah, that's. Uh... That was yeah. I, I didn't know if it was going to be on purpose or not, but like it's just like some of the cuts seemed weird. Like all of a sudden she was sitting up in bed, she's literally still talking. The next scene she's laying back down talking to Tom. Mm-hmm. Like what? What in the world? Yeah, Fucking weird out they, chalk lines of like a dog. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, the dog's laying here. Just want to let you know on the stage. <laughs> <Dog talk? laughs> yeah, I mean, I, it, it's it's strange. It's really kind of out there. 
Like, and obviously they, the you know, add in all the sound effects for the doors, the dogs, yep. the cars. So, it like once I adjusted to that, I hardly noticed. Yeah. The sound effects and things like that. Yeah. It just you know went with the narration again. It was like a fucking visual audiobook. Yeah, very so. So, Ibrahim, my question for you is, before before I get to this, I just want to say cheers to all you guys, my Popcorn and Pints brothers, and to everybody watching or listening or peeing, whatever you're doing. Yeah, whatever. Cheers, everybody. So, Ibrahim, how the hell did you come across this film? Please. Well, okay, so um, this, like, it's, it's, it's rated very highly on IMDb. Uh, that's basically where I saw it. Uh, it's like, like they have a list. Uh, I, it's been on the top 250 for a number of times, and it's also been, like right now, it's on the top 250 English language films. So that's basically where I saw it, and I just put it on a list. Okay. Like I put it on a list of like films I wanted to watch this year, and so I was like, oh, I'll just put it on. I'll put it on this. <laughs> yeah, make you, and make you guys and make you guys fucking watch it too. <laughs> so was this your first time watching it, or have you? Yeah. I've never seen it. I've never oh, seen it. Oh, shit. Wow. oh all yeah, right. That's, awesome. That's fucking awesome. So, yeah, it was just like, it's on my list. And I was like, oh, well, you and know, this is, it's watchable. You know, it's not yeah. like fucking. You the know. reason why I, I asked you this question, and I feel like I ask you this question a lot, is because your picks are movies that none of the rest of us have ever fucking heard of. Yeah. Ever. Which I, which I respect. I think it's dope. I mean, you had us watching Let Through and Rafifi. Yeah, Rafifi. Rafifi. Yeah, and yeah, something I've never heard of. Yeah. In the city, but that's another discussion. But <laughs> I had to. You know, you know who really deserved it in this movie? The kids. It was the kids really deserved it. Yo, that, that, fucking, that fucking little boy was like a creepy ass. Yeah. Dude, that, that, scene, that scene where I he just wants to get spanked. Yeah. Hey, man, listen, I get it, but that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> that was really freaking weird. I was just like, this kid's getting off on this. This is weird. He needs but to be punished. The, the fucked yeah. up part, right? The rape, the, the multiple rape scenes, but, the, but when the little kids were ringing the bell and laughing. But this yeah, is cowing every time. Yeah, what, every time like, it happened. happened yeah, yo, those, yo, those kids are fucking demons. That whole town was fucking demons. Well, yeah. I thought it was going to... This is where I got... So it was long, so I had a lot of thinking. I'm like, okay, this is going to switch up right <laughs> to a whole... Whole different movie or something. I was hoping, right? Like it wasn't like I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. It wasn't bad. Okay, I seen worse. Oh, it fuck. was it, so. Um, but I thought she was going to realize because in the beginning I knew she was. I didn't know she was the daughter. I thought she was the wife of the gangster. So I already knew she was connected to the mob type yeah. the gangsters. Mm -hmm. So I knew that part. But then I seen it going on, and it's like she's letting these people treat her like this. Then I was like, oh, she don't want to be nothing like them. So she'll rather get raped and everything. I thought in the middle of the movie, she was going to lay in bed and just realize who she was and said, fuck this shit. And I thought she was going to wipe out the whole town herself. <laughs> wow. I was all, I was waiting for her to like poison someone, like the yeah. crippled girl in the fucking chair, roll her down a hill or something. <laughs> I was waiting. Throw, like throw her down the mine? Just throw her yeah, the mine. right down the mine cave. Say, here you go, get some cold, bitch, and just fucking kick her in there. Right off the soundstage. Yeah, right off the soundstage. But I really thought it was going yeah. to go that way. But no, she dealt with this shit all the way through until the end. I was like, "Damn, man!" He I was really like, "Fucking did!" And what, like, especially the dude in the truck. I would have took him out. The dude in the truck was a fucking snake. Yo, yeah, I would have took him out. Yo, so was and that town fucker. That town was a mind twister. He yeah. said what you wanted to hear, but he had his own motive. 
Yeah, yep. he had his own motives. Yeah, fuck that guy. That guy. Oh. That guy was the real. It's. I almost feel like that's the question, right? It's like who was the worst? Ooh. Oh, you know, no, he he definitely he, was. He was the worst, right? And then like oh, the yeah. second. Yeah, who would be second? Who's the second one? The truck, the raper. The truck guy. Because he's lonely. Well, not really. He's married, but he took advantage of the girl. Uh, He's a rapist, but then they all become rapists. So you're like, fuck them all now. But he was the first one and the main one. I never thought I'd see Stellan Skarsgård's sack, but, you know. (laughs) Oh, you you haven't watched enough large Von Trier movies because he basically does every time. (laughs) That's where I was going to go. Like every fucking time. I mean, there's another Nymphomaniac. Uh, same oh, shit. I see. I see that. Yeah, that's a t- he, fucking two part. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Like, imagine if I put that Nymphomaniac no. one and two. <laughs> I we should have like, put those on the wheel. We should have, yo. That's straight up. You're watching straight up porn. Now, Aaron would like it because there's hella titties and. New no, it's straight sex. porn. Hey, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, dude, this. Lars von Trier is uh, quite the character from He's, what okay, I've been so, up. So my favorite, the craziest thing about Lars von Trier, so he, he did a movie called Melancholia. came out in like 2011. Oh, and at Cannes, he, he had this weird press conference where they're talking about the film. And it's out of nowhere, he just said like, oh yeah, you know, I can understand Hitler. And it just, it, it fuck, he said that. He literally said that. Like, he said, I can understand Hitler. And it fucking blew up. And people were like, wait, what? And it was funny, too, because, like, at the press conference, it's because it, it's like Kirsten Dunst and, like, another big European actor. Kirsten Dunst looks at him like, what the fuck did you just say? Why Why the fuck? What? She was like, why am I near this fucking crazy-ass dude? What the hell's going on? Uh, and, yeah, it became, it is, you know, he basically, he had to walk it back. But I, wow. he's a weird guy. He's a weird fucking guy. <laughs> And that didn't even end his career either. It's so funny that just people were no, like, "Oh yeah," it's they're, they're like, "Oh, it's him." He, you know him. He shows his nutsack all the time. <laughs> you think uh-huh. he goes in there? He goes, "Listen, if I don't, my, I got the perfect sack. It's it's beautiful. I, it has to be in every movie. I have to show my sack." Hey, man. <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> check. But real quick, Facebook user, um, I'll say, let's see, real quick, if you click the very top link in this description. Your name and picture can pop up if you want it to. And we're watching you for what you guys are watching. Are you watching four very entertaining individuals review random movies that are picked by very these random wheels? And we all have different, different. We all say different shit. But if you're walking, if you're asking about the movies, this is the movies we're reviewing: Dogville and The Heat. Although to be fair, it seems like. It, it's it's randomly picking the same wheel every time. Every yeah, we were, we were talking about that. Yeah, it's the freaking. Yeah, it's Joe. Hey, hey, Joe, click that. Uh, click that link up there. You know what it is. But Joe has an awesome podcast, guys. It's called Any Last Words. She is a, a part of the Z Network. So go check out Any Last Words on Facebook, on Twitch, on YouTube, all the above. Another dope, awesome horror host. Go check her out and try to get on her show. Tell her her study sent you. Yeah. That's in the subject line. Sir Sturry sent me. She yeah, deletes it automatically. It's going to work. Yeah. <laughs> say, <laughs> just say, the fucking spam. <laughs> say <laughs> Lars von Trier Center. Yeah, oh, Jesus. Uh, or Rojas. Uh, yeah. Lars von Trier, though, he has like all kinds of like allegations against him and his company. Like uh, the, the urban legend on this movie, I think. <laughs> The urban legend on this movie is that he would try to direct scenes naked, basically. Like, he stripped down in front of Nicole Kidman. Okay, listen, listen, listen. I'm not defending him, but his fucking name is Lars. 
<laughs> what do you expect from a guy named Lars? He's gonna pull his dick out from time to time. No. I'm just saying. Seriously, yeah, what would you do? Like, like that dude's just on stage, just walking around butt naked. He's like, "Hey, good morning. I'm coffee? just gonna leave. You want some coffee? No, I don't drink coffee. One motherfucker, and I'll be shitting all over this stage, walking around butt naked, shitting all over the stage. It'll be cool. Oh, and man. two, you're a nasty motherfucker. I gotta get out of here, dude. And you as a- somebody naked, that's weird. You. I mean, I mean, Borat did. Yeah, that Yo, was they, they, they the sixty nine man. Imagine that. I laughed so hard at that. <laughs> scene. I was hot and shit, but that's besides the point. I laughed so hard at that fucking scene. Oh man, so fucking hard. It was too damn funny. Uh, I, and uh, as I was watching the movie when they first bring in Nicole Kidman's character. I thought you could make a drinking game out of how many times they described her hands as alabaster. Yes, <laughs> that, that is true. <laughs> what do you even mean? Just a delicate shade of white as they described her hands, basically. Is, actually, it's, 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 it's extra cauca- uh, Caucasian. Yeah. yeah. Extra virgin Caucasian. Yeah. Like, it's like marble. Yeah. yeah. Like unworked. Perfectly yeah, like, silky, no, smooth. Yep, no white. calluses. Yeah. And... So it's definitely not you two. No. no. <laughs> I got some strong calluses on my hands. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to cut back on the porn. Uh, I was going to say that. I was going to say something. <laughs> I, there, were, uh, there was one line that particularly cracked me up, though, in this. That uh, where she's pretending, you know, to do something with the gooseberry bushes. <laughs> I think it's the Vera character, and she says, "I'll hoe as I darn well please." <laughs> I, like, no, I, I laughed. I, I like it just cracked me up for some. You know why it was funny? Not for some reason, because she said, "Oh, I know why." It was a double entendre. Is that the word? I think I, I, I used Maybe. it. He's like, I think I got it right. He's giving himself applause. Give nice. myself some props. You know, you know who's got something to say about that? Mm-hmm. <sighs> I got something to say about that, too. Fuck you, Nicholas Cage. He's happy. He's smiling. He's happy for Fuck you. Fuck you happy. and the hole you came out of. I'm going to be playing with this new avatar thing this entire time. I have to fucking do that now. What if I should put up like an R. Kelly avatar now? Ooh, you could. Paint on people. But like it lets you load multiple ones, like I said. Like here's from my face mask. That was actually kind of creepy with the eyes cut out. It's fucking weird. I, <laughs> if it wasn't Nicolas Cage's face, I would like it. <laughs> to do that with my own face, dude. And young Paul Bettany, because I don't know what I've seen him in any time recently, other than as Vision, is like the redheaded stepchild from that you would beat. That's what he looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Holy just out of nowhere, too. Like, just, like, yeah. You just see him just slapping him around. Oh, man. He just looks like he needs to be slapped this entire movie. And, now, which I, one is that? Paul oh, Bettany? Yeah. yeah. Paul Bettany. Like the main male character? Oh. Could... Okay. Yeah. Jo- was the name John in the movie or some shit? The, the only Tom guy that doesn't... Yeah, the only one that doesn't get his pee-pee wet. Oh, Tom Edison. <laughs> pee-pee. It's Mr. Edison. When I heard Tom Edison, I was like, wait a minute, they got the fucking light bulb dude here? Yeah. yeah. That's that was my first thought too. I was like, yeah. the fuck is going on here? I was like, okay. Yo, by the way, going back to what Ibrahim brought up, 
I agree. It is his fault. He's like the number one person to blame. Oh no, he's a piece. He of shit. He's, he's a monster of a different kind. Well, he he yeah. really kind of like gets the whole thing to happen, basically. Yeah, because yeah, he like exactly. gets her to stay and all this. Oh yeah, no, you need to stay. Blah blah blah. And he fucking manipulates all these people into like turning her into the, like the fucking village whore. Exactly. You know? He's Slave. a manipulator. He's a manipulator. Yeah. Easily, it's his fault. Even he, even if it didn't play out like he had hoped or thought or wanted, it's yeah, he's got kind of the entire mastermind behind this. And he so called loved her. Like if you loved her, as soon as you heard she told you that the dude raped you, you would have went there and fucked him up. Yeah, yeah. yeah fucking killed his ass. Yeah. yeah, and then shit in his mouth. But oh. he's like, he's, he even said it. he dissed her. He's like, every guy in town got you except for me. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I know what the fuck. But- that's, they didn't get hence, her in a consensual way. They got her in a fucking. Hence, Tommy Blue Balls. Yeah, Blue Tommy Balls. Blue balls. Yeah, maybe maybe that's why he started fucking. His mind was going, man. That, he, he had to have some pressure I'm release. Telling you, I'm telling you, when you don't get that release, people. <laughs> when you don't get that release, you do some stupid shit or some bad shit. Get that release. When you got that tension built up, just if you gotta go and pop one off by yourself, go ahead and pop one off by yourself. Do what uh, you James, do. James got the calluses to prove it. Yeah. <laughs> you'll be a, you'll be happier for it. You'll make better decisions before. You know, before you make before you're about to make a decision where you're like, is this a good idea or not? Just pop one off and you'll think a lot clearer. That's all <laughs> That's not a commercial, but it can be. It's it can cloud judgment. Off. It can cloud your judgment. So the thing is, he he used her because he wanted to make the town the perfect town in his eyes. And like, I, no one liked each other. No one's getting, like... So he was, like, using her, like, hey, if you helped him out. It's like he was becoming, like, the mayor of the town. Like, everybody like, started looking at him differently. be the man. Think about it. Like, if the shit really went how it, he really wanted it to go, it would have went to where I feel like... Certain shit would have happened to her, or maybe she would have still gotten arrested in the town. But somehow he would have saved her, so now he looks good. He looks even better to her. Yeah. He's protecting her. He's her like her. You know, he's like the king of the town already. The town loves him for whatever reason because of just what he's doing. And he wanted to be the man because he was. The, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he was the only guy there that wasn't married. So he's the only single guy there. No, his friend. No, the blind guy wasn't married. And his slow friend who played the checkers. Or Ben, the truck driver. All right. So those, wait, no. Ben had a wife. Ben, the no, truck no. He was the no, one he, with the he, prostitutes. The he'd problem. go to the whorehouse once a week. Chuck, Chuck had the wife with the kids. Yeah, Chuck, Chuck was the only okay, one. I think okay, that the one that did, did the raping. For yeah, the raping. Stellan Skarsgård. Yeah. Chuck Apples, because yeah, Stellan Apples. Yep. Stellan the sack Skarsgård. What a dick. <laughs> Chuck Chucky Appleseeds. <laughs> He's a great actor too. Uh, yeah. What you know what I like? See, you know, and this movie does stand out because this is one of those movies to where it kind of, which I did read this in the in the notes as well, but I do agree with it. Basically, said like, a, a big, <clears throat> not one hundred percent the reason why they did it, but a lot of the reason. Another reason why they didn't really do like a huge set is because you focus more on the acting than you actually do the set. And I love the Elm Street reference, by the way. And I believe they mentioned they said something like it has nothing to do with the connect. It's not connected to Elm Street or some shit. I could have sworn they said that in the very beginning of the movie. I, I think it had something to do with not the movie. I don't think was it not not Freddy Krueger. Was it? Did they make a joke of Freddy Krueger, or was it something different? Like every other street was like a. Um, it was like the only like American named say. street or something. I don't know. I forgot. But it's still, I, I, there's 
it's just randomly named Elm Street. There's no trees. They talk about the scenery that yeah. you know, obviously is a stage with just outline. But I mean, Von Trier has even said the entire point of this movie. Yes, it is to focus on the acting and the story specifically. Uh, like evil can basically come out of anywhere. That is the entire point, and that's kind of what you see develop in over a, an extended, extended period of time. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Because yeah, I mean, extended. quick question for you guys. Was she was the girl wrong for what she does at the end of the movie? Oh fuck no. No. I would have wiped out. Like I told you, burn that fucking city down right in the beginning. As soon as I got raped, I would have like I said, I would have switched it, took out everybody. I, I am happy it ended that way. Me too. And I liked I liked all it was fucked up. I liked Are you the gonna kid, go with the, the kids? The kids. The kids, yes. She, she says, was like she was like make take sure out you chill, should... make sure you don't cry. Yeah, shoot like, the kids in front of their mom. Make sure she d- tell her if she doesn't cry, they won't kill anymore. <laughs> did you see the the point blank fucking machine gun to the baby yeah it was like a doubt it was just like at least at least they they cut back on that one a little bit you know what i hear okay so here's here's two things i do appreciate they didn't even pretend to kill the dog yeah i liked how she killed everybody right i i liked the kill the last kill though Oh, now she had to do that one. Yeah. She was something, like, you some things you have to do yourself. Yep. The yes. most evil one there. Yeah. She figured it the out. One thing I did not like was no blood. But I understand. Oh, yeah. I get it, though, because it was more of pay attention to the act and don't pay attention to the fucking. This is, we're watching a play. It's a play. Yeah. It's not going to have the special effects. No, That's the thing is, it was three hours. I was hoping that they showed, they added another 10 minutes and showed they went to every house and how they killed each one. I was hoping to show the titty. Like, <laughs> I already knew this movie had to go and be no nudity, except for wait, no, there was there was a ball sack. Yeah, yeah, there was a ball, oh, ball sack. Like I saw a titty and a little nipple. Well, I sack. guess they called uh, kids a little uh, shy that movie. First, I, you're, I don't, I don't think you'll ever see Nicole Kidman bear. Was she, wasn't she naked in? Uh, I'm White sure Star? she's done it. I'm sure Is she's she? done it. I think so. That's the one with Tom Cruise where they go to the sex parties and shit. Somebody has to look that up. Somebody please Google. Was I no- swear I seen Nicole. Lisa, Lisa, Lisa boobs. Some areola. She went topless. Did she actually? Oh. I don't she, know. I think she went topless. Yeah, she's done it. She's done it a couple times. Okay. Hmm. Chris calm. is like, I know what I'm looking up later. <laughs> hey, Dead Calm, it's a horror movie. Maybe you guys should watch that. Put that on your wheel. Called what? Called Dead Calm. Dead Calm. Dead it's like You put that they- in the group chat. I'm going to add that to the wheel. I yeah. thought you were going to say the others. I was like, I seen that. And no, thank you. Thank you. Right I already knew they were dead. Uh, Ibrahim, if you ever want to come on to review it with us. <laughs> okay. Deadcom. Or whatever pops up, Deadcom. I'm a big I'm also a big fan of Patricia Clarkson, who the actress that plays Vera. I think she's oh, a yeah. super great actress. I've seen her in a lot of things. Yeah, me too. Can I recall any? No. <laughs> I think the I think the last thing I saw her in there was the HBO show uh with the redhead actress. That's based on something. I can't think of what shit. I, uh, sharp little objects or something like that. Oh, sorry, no. Yeah, sharp oh, objects. No. Sharp objects. Yeah, that was. Shot. I thought that was really good. I don't know what that is. Uh, I'll have to look it up. She oh. was in an episode or two of Parks and Recreation as Ron. Swanson's oh actor. yes, you're right. Yes, that's we, where I remember. We do our early ratings for this movie. So, uh, oh. how many apples would you give this first movie, Dog Bro? How, how many dirty apples? Yeah, how many dirty apples? I give it like seven and a half apples. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give it a five. Okay. Oh. I was gonna give it six and a half. Like I, mean, I said, it was like I took I I treated it like an audiobook. 
I sat back and relaxed, and the story wasn't that bad. And I was waiting for the end because I knew shit was going to go down in the end. Like people that. were going to die, yeah. So, and people did die, and so. they did. They, were, they burned <laughs> the whole fucking city down. That yeah. town went down. But, and they deserved uh, it. They fucking yes, deserved they it. Yeah, they did. So. But yeah, six and a half because I thought it was a decent story. It was long as shit though. If it was shorter, it probably would have got points boosted up. I probably went to the seven. That would have that would have helped. It would have, but hey. What you got, Aaron? I'm going to give this movie a solid seven. Seven dirty apples. Um, Again, I felt like this was more of a play than it was a movie, which does not bother me because I don't mind plays. I enjoy them. Um, And it just worked. It worked for the story it was telling. And like you and like you mentioned and Chris agreed to it earlier, it's, it's like a live action audio book. You know, you're just seeing the, the audiobook play out, but it's one you don't have to watch. You just have to listen to it. Now, this is, I will say this, so this is one of those things to where, you know how there's some movies you can watch on mute and you can kind of tell the story? You don't really get that with this one. You don't no. really get that. With, as, as good as the acting is, as good as the play is, it's something you, re- like, the audio is almost more important than the visual. But the visual is still important. I think that was one of the points behind the movie, obviously, with everything just laid out in, you know, white tape. Yeah, you would have been lost. If you had that shit on mute, you're just watching it. You'd be like, what the fuck is this? What's what's these? Yeah. What? How is she knocking? I'm like, there's no door. Like, what the fuck is going on? Why is she going to everybody's house? Like that. Like, there's nothing there, but they had the knocking noise and they had like sound backgrounds knocking. Well, just like real plays, man. Like, if you go watch like a play on stage, man, they do that shit. Like, the sound effects, man. Like, knock, knock, I haven't knock. been to a fucking play in years since like school days, and I always enjoy those field trips. By the way, <laughs> Evil yeah, Dead the musical, man, gotta go see it. I, okay, okay, I don't like musicals. I would check that one out though. Yeah, but, I don't like musicals either, and I still want to go see that. And the only other, uh, as of right now, I can think of there. No, I, I lied. There's a couple. I can do, um, Rocky oh. Horror Picture Show. Uh-uh, I couldn't do that one. I tried. I, get, I watched Finish all it. the uh, the Grease movies. I could deal. I seen those a million times because my family was like, obsessed with them. Um, Sounds about right. Yeah, so that's the ones. But like the Disney ones and the straight up fucking like cats. When that land, I'm gonna kill myself. But, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's gonna be funny. Oh, it's the newer one at that, I believe. It is. It's the uh, yeah. the new one. Uh, no, it's uh, one of the interesting things about this movie. Paul Bettany didn't want to do it. Stellan Skarsgård had to kind of trick him into it by saying that working with Lars von Trier was fun, and it wasn't. <laughs> That's all it takes? That's a trick? It's fun, though. He, 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 was, he was friends with Stellan Skarsgård, and Skarsgård convinced him. He's like, yeah, it'll be a great time. Oh, and man. like halfway through the production, he's like, when's the fun start? And he's like, it doesn't. I tricked I lied to you. Yeah, I like you. We just need you. So man. that's how Paul Bettany got involved. As far as I know, he from what I've been, what I could find is Bettany's never actually watched this afterwards. Oh he's wow! Like, yeah, because he he's, 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 he's been there. He don't want to watch three hours. He did not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he had to make that shit. <laughs> he did not enjoy the experience. He said it was unpleasant, and you're basically Von Trier's puppet. Nah. Uh, okay. All right, guys. But they, there was some definitely some interesting stuff. All right, 2010, 2000s to 2010s. Are we going to like five, six weeks in a row? Let's spin it again. Okay, so if it lands on that, we will spin the wheel again. No, we can, we can like, 
it's got to be random, you know? Just let it happen. It's the fate of the wheel. It's the let destiny. it happen the way it's supposed to happen, you know? It's rigged. That's what Bill Cosby said. Just let it happen. <laughs> just, let, just let it go. Think, where, I don't even think he, he needed to say that shit. He just, just let it go where it's supposed to. Is he going to hate? Oh, no. What is this? What is this one? Black movies, finally. Finally. Okay. <laughs> finally. Wait, let me, let me just be sure. Finally. Yeah. Throw up the fist. Black movies. Yeah. We, like, put that out there, like, in February, and it's fucking May, and we haven't landed on <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, yeah, Ibrahim, you already know we're always picked last. <laughs> not, a, I mean, shit. not for not for sports. Aren't blacks picked first? Well, now, <laughs> once we are allowed in, we want yeah, yeah, dude, I, I was about to go dark. I have to keep that one myself. Might got canceled on someone. My thought there. <laughs> you, what you got to do, James, in those in those situations, is text me and I'll say it. Oh, <laughs> Jesus! What's even on this wheel, man? Like, I, I don't know. know, man. I totally forgot. It's been so long. I don't purple, know what I Purple Rain? Oh, okay. Oh, shit. I've never seen purple this Purple fucking rain? You've never seen Purple Rain, rain man? Purple I've rain. never seen it. Purple oh, my God. Holy shit. That's the first movie. <laughs> purple. He's dead, too. Yeah. Rest in peace, the prince, prince by the Purple Rain. R.I.P., baby. Ours formerly known as Prince. Ooh, that's going to be fun. <laughs> I'm, I might have to see if my wife has something purple, like a purple scarf and some purple. I gotta try to find something. Because th- th- this is this is when you gotta bring out the purple. I already got my purple candle right here. It's grape. Ah, I'm ready for that one. It's just gonna be us drinking, talking about Prince facts. Keep your nipples yep. covered, guys. Yeah, this isn't a nipples out episode. Basically, because that movie is like basically uh, about his life and shit. <laughs> Fucking purple rain. I don't know all of it is. I think some of it is. I've never seen it. I don't know. Me either, but I'm excited to see it. It's Come on, gonna, cool runnings. It's gonna be something completely opposite. Cool runnings, yeah. What the fuck? Paper oh. Soldiers? Holy Oh, come shit. on. I just watched this shit, yeah. man. <laughs> no fucking yo. I watched this like a week and a half. Ago. Oh, what is this? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, that was wow, so that was hella close. That, that was, was close. close. I don't know what this is. What is this? It, it's uh, it's a movie, by the way. It's, it's fucking like, hilarious. It's like Kevin Hart's first movie. And I like Kevin Hart. And it's um, I don't know if you know who Beanie Siegel is. Jay Z, the rapper. Yeah. Never heard of Jay Z. Memphis Bleak. Like, it's a bunch of rappers. It's like a hip hop type, of, but it's fucking hilarious. I would say if you guys smoke weed, to watch it high. But if you don't smoke. Have a have a drink or nice buzz. Turn your brain off and just enjoy the fucking laughter. The N word is gonna be said a lot, and I'll don't worry. I'll take care of that next Saturday. <laughs> I can't fucking wait. I'm excited for this shit. Yeah, so basically, this, this basically a movie. He's like he just needs to get money, so he does stupid shit. You know, stealing. So, yeah, it's a comedy though. There's there's it, funny. It is funny. There's funny parts. And like I said, it is on Tubi, which Tubi is a yeah. legitimate place you can watch it for free. T-U-B-I, just go right on there. No sign up, no nothing. I had a feeling I shouldn't have watched it. You're like, oh, you should check that out. I didn't know it was on the wheel. If I knew it was on the wheel, I'd be like, no, I'll wait till it lands on the wheel. I was, I, Well, you know what it was? I was watching one day, and I was just laughing so hard, and I just had to share it with somebody that I felt like never seen it before. And it was, you know, it's, we all got to watch it. Okay. So Paper Soldiers and Purple Rain. Purple Rain. Okay, the goal is to try to find a connection. And no, we can't say because they're black. I was going to say they both, they, both, 
<laughs> they both start with P. <laughs> they do. Uh, we'll find something out of it. We'll find something to connect it. So now, I guess we can start talking about the heat. <laughs> and I'm not talking about the heat in the house. I'm talking about the movie. I'm going to give you guys my first impression of this movie. Like, I didn't think this movie was going to be that funny. And it has nothing to do with the main cast being Caucasian. Or earlier, women. Earlier, Caucasian queens. It's more so of the fact that it was women. And I was like, this is going to be one of those buddy cop movies, which they've done so many times with guys, of course. And most of them were funny. But I was like, is it going to be corny, blah, blah, blah? Like, I'm just like, eh. I don't. F- I apologize for this ahead of time. This is just Earth 30. This isn't the whole popcorn and pints. I don't find women as funny as I find guys. I'm sorry. But um, and I thought this was going to be that. But this shit was funny as fuck. This shit was funny. Funny as fuck. Not even, I wasn't even high when I watched it. I was dying. Like when she came in there ten seconds later and fucking this the, the gift right here, and she throws the phone book at the motherfucker. I was dying. I was like, holy shit. Oh, quick note about that scene that I read as I was looking up some notes. Like she says, you. She comes in. She does that. Sandra Bullock says, "You couldn't wait ten seconds. If you time it, uh, Melissa McCarthy comes in at nine seconds." Oh shit. She was like, "Fuck." So she really phone. couldn't wait ten seconds. Uh-huh. Ah, I like that. That makes it even better. Early, she was, she was amped up. She's like, "I'm gonna hit this motherfucker with this phone book." <laughs> Early ratings for this movie. Well, we got All right. Uh, I'm gonna give it an eight. I like. I laughed hysterically. This was a lot funnier than I thought it would be. Same here. Um, I think you. I can only take Melissa McCarthy so much at one time. Like I was talking about before we started, because she plays a. She basically plays the same kind of character in most of the stuff she does. I but it's been so. It's been so long since I've seen her in something, that uh, Sandra Bullock too, for that matter. Uh, and Paul, ah, uh, shit. What's the guy's name who wrote this? I, I Paul totally. Feig. Yeah, Paul Feig. Uh, I thought he was spot on with the writing and directing. Like it was just nonstop one-liners and jokes, and I was laughing. Yeah, like ninety percent of this movie. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm going with the eight two, and like you were saying that if you know who uh, Melissa McCartney is, like I, I was a big fan of Mike and Molly. That character is even like this one. It's just this one's like amped up. This is like the rated R version of the Mike and Molly. Yeah. Yep. Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, so, there, there, there was no holding back. She was yeah. just going, and she kept going to the point but, where it was awkward for other people, and it was hilarious. Yes, like every, every scene she's in is fucking awkward. It worked. I mean, it, it worked though for this for this movie. It worked, and again, I honestly thought this movie. I was just like, eh, again, because of my whole thing with you know, I don't find women as funny. And I'm not being sexist. I just, you know, I, you know, what it is. It's because I'm a guy, and there's certain guy humor that we find hilarious that women don't find funny. And I'm sure there's certain female humor that, that females find hilarious, and probably understand more than we do. Same with the guy humor. We understand it more than you guys do. So of course, you know, not saying women aren't funny. So don't don't bash us. I mean, if you want to bash us, and if that's going to get our numbers going up, you could talk so much <laughs> about us. It's all so sturdy. It's all so sturdy. Just yeah. remember. Oh, yeah. And make sure you check out Horror <laughs> Sturdy. By the way, check out Horror Sturdy. Sturdy. Bash him too. He's an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> See? But yeah, so straight well, from the I'm beginning gonna... on, it's like started the, the jokes and shit. Like Melissa McCartney yeah. just uh, 
havoc on the streets. Rating, I'm going to give this movie a seven as well. Funnier, a lot funnier than I expected. And I mean, it was your typical buddy cop movie. Um, it's either that awkward kind of meeting the fucking um, the complete opposite team. You have, I mean, Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker. Yeah, complete opposite. Yeah. Yeah. And everything else. Then you have these. I mean, just you know, these two. Yeah, there's no surprises to the formula. This is your buddy no, no, no. cop. Yeah, but you know what? I'll say what it, it worked. It was funny. It was cool. You had fun with it. It's one of those movies where, like, I'm not saying I'm going to watch it anytime soon again, but it was fun. I had fun with it. I'm not mad I watched it. Um, would I watch it again? If it was on TV or, say, if the wife wanted to watch it or something shit like that or from chilling and somebody's like, hey, yo, let's, let's watch The Heat. I've never seen this before. Or, of course, if I had to do it because of a podcast, then that's, like, obligations. Other than that, Nah. I wouldn't watch it on my own again, but it wasn't terrible. So, I was, like I said, I'll stick with a seven. And Ibrahim, it's your turn, my friend. What do you think? I'll give it like a six. I don't think it's fine. Um, these, yeah, this. So, like, Melissa McCarthy's funny because, like, I. So the only movies I've seen of her, I saw that fucking puppet movie she did. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that movie. No, I, I didn't see the puppet one. What was Dude, the puppet movie? She did a movie. It was a rated R puppet movie. That's also like a buddy cop movie, but her buddy is a fucking puppet. And, wow. and oh, that like, sounded familiar. Yeah, and it's like the puppets are fucking, and the puppets like one of the puppets like nuts <laughs> on another puppet. It's really and the puppets are doing drugs, it, dude. It, it's like that's that's a hate wheel pick. Wow. Uh, it, it, it's it's like I'd be I'd be curious to see like how you guys would react to that because it's like it's almost so bad it's good. Um, I want to see that. Like, yeah, no, no, yeah. I see it. I, no, it's, it's a rated R. Like, okay, it's, and and like the guy. Who, so one of the people who produced it was like the son of Jim Henson. It was like Jim Henson's oh, son. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's where the puppets come in. That's oh, where the no. puppet. It was literally like Jim Henson puppets, and they're like puppet fucking and like puppet. Oh my god! Okay, I got yeah, puppet drug. Do, puppets doing drugs and shit. Now it sounded more and more vaguely familiar. Yeah. Holy shit. So she was, but that you know, so she's like some of them are good. I, I like like probably my favorite movie of hers is Spy. That oh, was that surprisingly like, good too. That movie's really good. That movie's really good. Yep, so this is like somewhere weird. in the middle between the puppet fucking movie and Spy. Oh, it, you know, this is like kind of so like yeah, her her brand of humor. It's like it's it's you know it can be it can be like really spastic. So like at times oh, it can be really wow. good. Yeah, and at other times it's like okay, you 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 fuck the puppet. All right <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of it can be hit or miss. One of the things I thought she did really good in this movie was keep extending the joke beyond where you thought it yeah. could go. Like she just kept adding lines to the end of the yeah. joke, and I just kept yeah. fucking cracking up. Like and, I want to watch a blooper reel for this. I wonder. I do wonder how much, if anything, was ad libbed. There had to be. They had there to do had a number, to of, ta- yeah, number of number of takes with her just fucking going off. D- definitely, there was some shit ad libbed. Definitely, like, like cracking was, on the albino. You know, the albino jokes. Shit. The albino jokes had to be hilarious. One of my favorite scenes is where they're sitting in the bar, and she finds out Sandra Bullock was a foster kid, and she just keeps talking about how sad that is. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's sad. Yeah, it's fucked up. Uh, that, yeah, I don't know. She had a lot of good uh, one-liners. And shit. I, it was like and, fucking. Don't care like who this, you were. Yeah, like straight from the beginning when she starts going after where she busts Tony Hale for the prostitute, who I love Tony Hale, Buster from Arrested Development. Yeah. Uh, 
he's trying to pick up the prostitute. He calls her, <laughs> calls his wife from her phone, that his phone, else. and then starts chasing uh, Rojas, the drug Rojas. dealer. There. Rojas, you got to roll the R. Chris. Like, Rojas, and he's trying to climb the fence as she's grabbing his leg, like my sack's gonna catch. He's like, I hope it bursts. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's like there's so many one-liners that I'm like, I was just cracking up. And like, dude got shot in the dick. Yo, yeah, I, you, like I've that was you knew it had to happen at some yeah. point in that movie too. After that scene, like I was hoping yeah. it would happen at With some the point. interrogation scene. And that's one of those things where if I get shot in the dick, you might as well just kill me. Oh, <laughs> basically, man. I've, yeah, and what? Uh, yeah, what's the point after that? I'm useless. <laughs> Get rid of me. Just fucking bring me out in the pasture and shoot me in the back of my big ass head and let me just fucking. Now, what about if you were like the chief of police or something and this fucking employee comes in, one of your officers, and how she talks to you and shit? Uh, talking about how he has no balls. Yeah, she goes on like a hey, little girl hey, balls. Hey, little girl hey, balls. Anybody hey, see where his balls? So I was, was like, great. what the fuck? Yeah, that part made me laugh too. I was like, damn, man. So, and it's funny you mentioned that scene, which was fucking hilarious, talking about the her bosses or the sergeant's little little girl balls. Yeah. Uh, so, it, I guess there's a Lithuanian version of this movie where they replaced balls with uh, brains. So she's saying, saying the sergeant does, has like little girl brains. Oh my god. Oh, and that fucks it up. Yeah. I've yeah. Read that that totally. T- that totally ruins the joke. Yeah, it does. Makes it n- no sense. Yeah, and then throws the tic tacs at his head. <laughs> oh my god! So many you know that the yearbook in the movie was Sandra Bullock's real yearbook too. Like oh, yeah, they, uh, they photoshopped on like the glasses and ma- made her look nerdy and like, uh, <laughs> like and like somehow digitally erased all the signatures and shit that were really in there. But that was her real yearbook <laughs> that they used. That's awesome. Now the dude with the knives who's obsessed with knives is that fucking the dude from Mad TV? Is his name McDonald or something? I don't know. He looks so familiar, like I seen him on like a uh, a sketch show, like Mad TV or something. You are now watching Mad TV, man. Yeah. <laughs> I used to watch it all the time, man. I miss that shit. Yeah. I don't. Okay. I, Mad TV. Stuart, I never really Stuart, got Stuart, man. Look what I can do. Yes. Dude, look what I can is, do. That, is that Stewart or am I wrong? Is that not him, right? The guy Matt who does the Stewart? Or all that? No, it's oh. Matt TV. Uh, Sturdy Rojas. Speaking of Rojas, what did you think about Melissa McCarthy throwing the watermelon at him to finally. No, I was dying. <laughs> Listen. He even said, I, I died more when he said it. He's like, I knew you were fucking. <laughs> when, she, when he said, come to her, she said, shut up before I feed you this watermelon. <laughs> I thought two things. I'm just going to say they're both pinkish. <laughs> that's how I'm gonna leave it. <laughs> oh man, but, uh, I was, I was dying. Fucking hard. Like I like. See now, when they do the race jokes, when they're good, they're funny. When they're good, yeah. and they hit like that hit because it was it was simple, it was easy, but like just the way they said it and the way their their movements were physically, their body movements and the, just their facial expressions, it worked. Like and they, they even put that one uh, where you try to prove you're not racist. Like for guys, it's like I got I got black friends. Women go, I fuck black guys. <laughs> like that's all mean shit. I, like what are you talking about? Because that's their first thing they go to. Like she said it. 
All I'm saying, she's like, like nine out of ten, nine out of ten guys, I fuck her black. Yeah. <laughs> all, all I'm gonna say about that is, she likes but, chocolate for some reason. You know, it can't be that. To damn. be fair, like the two guys, two or three guys, they show obsessed with her that she runs into again are white though. Yeah, exactly. So she was lying. Yeah. I don't think she was lying. She just, you know, she needed to heal up some. She needed to, you know. No, but you know, like you make a good point about like the race jokes. I'm like, nothing's yeah. off limits when it comes to comedy. If you can write no. a good enough joke, you, yeah. You people, do people don't try to cancel or complain about, you know, the good, bad topic jokes. Just the bad ones. Now for the jokes. Now, okay, for movies. Let's say this now. Is it just before the money or is it fear or something? Say this movie was wrong and they didn't do the joke right. And you're like, yo, this movie's racist. But they have like the black actors in it. And they're going through the whole movie. They know what the movie's about. The jokes are said and everything. Does that change anything? Like, are they dealing with that of a fear or it can't work no more? Or like, what do you think they'll step up and go, yo, you shouldn't be using this line. This, uh, you're pushing it. I don't think it was. Yeah, but the... in this movie, that was kind of fairly limited, and I don't think anything like over the top. Yeah, it's not like uh, Blazing Saddles, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> that was so fucking. This, funny. I mean, I on the scale of racist jokes, I would say these were fairly minor and minimal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the albino jokes were more hard hitting. Oh than yeah, I, it, it <laughs> wasn't um, the albino community that do like a protest. I have. I don't. I don't know. I think I think I seen that somewhere. So I think the albino, they're like they portrayed albinos wrong, and they're like having a fit. They're making fun of them. But you can't help it. The, it wasn't because he was albino. It's what she said. The jokes. Yeah. Because how white he was and everything, it was funny. It was fucking hilarious. Listen, people, if you can't if you can't take jokes, fucking turn the TV off. There's this one I forgot that she threatened him. It's like you, I forgot the fucking what she said to the albino guy. Oh There's my There's a lot of stuff she said to the albino. Yeah, it was like, oh, you know what line really made me crack up? <laughs> so when they bust into, or no, no, they're in. They go to visit the like blonde Bulgarian. Oh girl, yeah, right next to her apartment. Yeah, Kate, um, <laughs> and uh, what's her D from? It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yep, D yeah. Uh, and then she kicks open the bathroom door. Her mom's there taking shit. She's like, who closes the door to take a shit? <laughs> that was fucking funny. That was funny. <laughs> like, what? Well, look, oh. she uses our refrigerator, holds weapons. By the way, that just reminded me. Uh, one quick comment about Dogville. Uh, Tom Edison's dad, uh, the book, or the library cop from Seinfeld. Bookman, if, you're, yeah, if you watch Seinfeld. He's also the father in Dirty Dancing. Of uh, Francis baby, yeah. I believe that's the father, the doctor in the Dirty Dance. I have to go back and watch that one, but like literally, that's the first thing I thought when I saw and heard that guy was Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. I've seen a few other things here. I just can't remember. I suck at fucking matching faces to movies unless you're yeah, like yeah. top star or something. Yeah, but James, you are right. It was uh, it was Stewart. It was the it guy. Was, from it was, it was yeah, Mc, McDonald, right? It's him. Yeah, yeah. Michael, Michael, Michael McDonald. Michael, yeah. Michael McDonald. Yeah, it's him. Look what I could do. <laughs> yeah, he's in a bunch of her movies. It seems like she, yeah. she's a spy too. So I guess yeah, he was. You're right. Yeah, it's like put this dude, put this dude in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> in my movies. Well, her, like her her husband's also has a cameo in most yeah. of her movies. Yeah, as well. just like in this one, the guy that comes up to her in the bar. 
Yep. Say talking about the time they spent together. That's her husband. Is that the one where she grabbed by the head and made out with him? Yep. Yeah. So really quick, gentlemen, how are we? we how are we combining these movies? Like, com- not combining. Um, female empowerment. Yeah. Female empowerment. Listen, <laughs> like, well, what about Nicole Kidman comes back and murders and kills everyone, which she should have. Yeah. What about uh, and this? Gro- what about female growth? Because she grow female growth to empowerment. Well, the he is slight growth. It's the one character, Melissa McCartney, like learns how to have a friend. The other one yes, is like so by procedure. She just needs to relax a little. Yeah, bit. she loosens so, up. Yeah, so they taught each other a lesson, but it wasn't as much as Dogville. Dogville is like oh, Dogville is completely different. She, she took some shit that she's like, you know what? It's on. I listen, think like with um with the heat, it was more like Sandra Bullock's character was more like being more personable. Being more of a people person. And I feel like with Melissa McCartney's character, it was more of like being more professional. No, it's the other way around. Bullock was the professional. She was the one with the power. No, no, no. But I'm, but I'm saying, no, no, no. But I'm saying their lessons were to be, one was to be more professional. Oh. Be okay. more personal. So learn from each other. Yeah. Yeah, learn from each other. Because like Melissa McCartney's character, she was tough, hard nosed, rugged, but she was more of a people person than Sandra Bullock's character. Sandra Bullock's character was just. 100% by the book, and that was it. Yeah. And then and, you st- and competitive. She had to, like, outbeat the men. She's like, I'm proving I'm better. Understandable, though, because as in these male-dominant types of jobs and stuff, females have to work extra hard. And then if you're a minority, it's just like, if you're not a minority female, so you have to work even extra. Yeah, you're, you're super fun. Extra, extra, extra yeah. hard. So it's like, I respect that. I get that. I think that's great. I think it's cool and all that. That's why I gave this movie a seven as well. And it's kind of crazy how the movies connect if you say the, you know, the whole woman empowerment and kind of And the lead roles. They the take role. different directions though. Like so for the first one, the girls, you know, you don't know that she's a part of the gang. And you don't know that her father's like the lead, the top dog. Like, listen. I'm basically about to, like the godfather. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to make you the fucking godmother. Like, you're gonna be top dog. If something happens yeah. to me. Yeah. You're the top, you're on top now. You're my number you're number two right now, or one A even because you're my daughter. But basically, if something happens to me, you are in charge of all of this shit. And I feel like he gave her the opportunity, like, hey, look, what do you want to do with this town? And when they fucking burned it down and killed everybody, that was up that was hundred percent up to her. Because she could have said, Dad, listen, let these people live. Let's just take over this town, blah, 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 blah. Well, she wanted to in the beginning until the dude called her out again. It's what he said to her. And she was like, you. Uh-oh. James oh, froze. Yeah, he just... oh, oh, James froze. froze. Yeah. Did I freeze? Oh, yeah, you froze. You're back now. You're back. Back. Oh. What were you saying, James? She was. Oh, but anyways, I was like, oh, she changed her mind. Because she was in there. She still didn't want to do it. She wanted, like, they did, they fucked up. I really don't want to. Fuck with them, but then when the uh, Tom Blue Balls asked her to come back out, he <laughs> Tom, said, another, "Yeah, he used another excuse. He tried to twist his words." And she looked at him and goes, "Are, are you serious? You're about to die, and he just met you. You no know, sorry, or you know." So she went in the car, and and she just snapped. She just realized people were fucking monsters. Yeah. So I'm gonna become one and. Yeah, fuck it. Fuck, fuck it. it. Yeah. So, <laughs> now, <laughs> yeah. So with the heat, you know, Sandra Bullock is like a fucking robot. 
No, but yeah. I think like one important aspect are they at least at no point did they portray them as being bad at their jobs. Like these yeah. were two not at all. They were th- 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 cops th- that were great at their jobs. Yeah. The, the They're not bumbling for like a buddy cop movie yeah. could possibly be. They luckily they didn't go that route. Not not only were they great at their jobs, but they're actually the best in both of their units. Yeah. Yeah. And they became even better better when they came together. Like I mean shit, Shadow the Broke's character was like when she went to the you know, she went to the the one scene where she opens the door, the sliding door or whatever, and she's talking to the cops, like, what the fuck's going on? Like I'll be right back. These right. guys are the best cops here. Fuck Nicolas Cage. These she's like <laughs> no no no, sorry. She's like these she says Melissa McCarthy's character, she's like, she's the best fucking cop out of everybody yeah. in here. Every fucking buddy in here, including me. And she even calls out one of the cops. She's like, what the fuck are you doing? Are you playing a game? Or are you texting? Put yeah. your phone away. <laughs> what, what's going on? Yeah. And her issue was, because she was so by the book and competitive, that her everybody hated her. All her fellow co-workers hate her. That's why the boss didn't want to give her the promotion. Because she See, I, I feel like it was a couple things, though. I feel like, here's my thing. Here's my, here, here, now here's, I'm reeling it back in for the ladies. I'm sticking up for you guys this time. I feel with this, with this, like, and I'm not saying all, all guys are like this because we're not all like that, but some of them, um, they're afraid of women with power. And so it's like going back to the after work, let's say twice as hard as a man would have to work. And if they're a, min- a minority, you might as well quadruple that. Oh, see, I took it as they didn't. He didn't want her to have it. It's because she she can't get along with nobody. Well, yeah, there was that too. She she wasn't personable, but at the same time, she was the best, which means she was better than all the men. And when yeah. you think of police officers, especially the FBI, no disrespect, ladies, you think of men. Why do you think of that? Because I'll say just because it's always portrayed in movies as like the man always being the strong, the strong, intelligent character, and the women always being the damsel in distress or just or, or like a passionate character. Mm. And with this movie, you get you don't get damsels of distress. You get women kicking fucking ass. You really do. Yeah, man. You know, they have their their parts and all this other shit, but it's them getting getting out of shit, get saving a bunch of people, saving each other, saving themselves in more ways than one. And it uh wasn't a bad movie. Like again, I'll go back to it. I'm still gonna give it a seven, but it was better than I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was just gonna be like a corny kind of boring comedy chick flick that's not really that funny because as i said earlier which i'm digging myself in a hole again i think men are funnier than women and i stand by that but again it's because of the type of jokes that i understand more coming from a male perspective than this people i'm not gonna explain myself fuck that i already said <laughs> we're funny i said it i fucking said it exactly <laughs> one of my uh one of my favorite parts of the movie and everybody is agrees the- with me yes see no no, 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 no. Uh, well, let's not go that far. Yeah. yeah. One of my favorite parts of the movie was where Melissa McCarthy's trying to round up her family in the minivan. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they go and they go to pick up her one brother's like girlfriend, trashy girlfriend, <laughs> trashy girlfriend. It's like you got me a luggage to move stuff for Christmas. It's like how about I get you a dick sucker for Christmas so I don't. Yeah. Have to do- <laughs> <laughs> it was like. I have one question to ask. Yo, Bill Burr, speaking of like Bill Burr's in that too, he's Is that a bad Christmas present? Oh, God. Oh. Is anybody going to answer it? <laughs> I'm just no, going to say I, that I plead, you I plead the fifth. 
Yeah, I plead the, the fifth, my dude. I plead the fifth. You know what that means. You all right? You know what, people? I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. Everybody's gonna plead the fifth, but you know what we're all thinking. That's all I'm gonna. <laughs> say. That's all I'm gonna say. With that being said, fuck it. Oh, what about the uh, the morgue scene where they are in there looking at the corpse? And the person, the doctor or whatever it is, has the tongue that they she said she found in the anus. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> she said this giving the cop a raspberry. Speaking of talking <laughs> and raspberry. She's like, that seems like a missed opportunity. But yeah. What? And remember when Sandra Bullock, this is when Sandra Bullock's hair started to turn a little bit when she said it's. She did. She, she cracked a great joke. What tongue was it? Cheek. Yeah. They were going for uh, cheek or something. Yeah. And I feel it's a good. She was like, "No, don't, don't do that." Yeah, she just looked at her. She's like, "I laughed. I chuckled." Oh, I laughed. No, that was good. That no, but you're you're not wrong. That did kind of seem like a turning point where she started to her character started like a to little loosen bit. up. Yeah, that and then the, of course when they were drinking in the bar, the bar, yeah, oh, the whole yeah, bar. No, that's drunk. That's different. That's like, but no, no but that whole bar really montage was pretty up. funny. It was funny. What about okay, okay? So going back to Sandra Bullock's character, you know what else? What I found kind of cool about this movie too and funny in a sense is Melissa McCartney's character was more of the sex symbol in the movie kind of because there's oh. all these dudes like hey just like a hobo she got the fingerless <laughs> gloves and shit yeah but but all these dudes are like hey why haven't you called me back and blah 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 and then at the opposite end of it Sandra Bullock you know because people think she's physically more attractive than the other the both beautiful women all women are beautiful you know <laughs> <laughs> But I'm um, trying to save some face. Yeah, yeah. Of course. But no, what I'm getting at is like I like how they kind of switched it up. They didn't make it like the typical cuter chick or hot chick or whatever you want to call it. Again, both women are beautiful. I'm gonna say that. But um <laughs> they didn't make it that typical kind of you know what I mean? They made it so it's like okay, the other chick was the one that all the guys wanted to go after and mess with him, whatever the case may be. And they wanted more from her. They wanted more of her. It's kind of like uh, the other guys where all the hot girls were on Will Ferrell. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. With Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Mark. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg. Lots of WBs and WBs. Did, didn't even Miss, uh, Melissa McCarthy make a joke about that? Didn't she tell a guy, like, oh, she needs to clean her? Why don't you go clean her? Was, did she use pipes? Oh, I can't remember. I know what you're talking about. This isn't about it. It I mean, was a joke about Sandra Bullock's vagina, and yeah, she's like, and she my, was, "That's a misre- misrepresentation of my vagina." As she walked yeah. away. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Mark Marbler, Mark, Marky Mark Marbler, Mark Marbler. I think you not say Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Mark Mark White guy to say that. Mark White guy. <laughs> Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> but his from Boston, Boston. Which you know, one thing that I found hilarious is uh, the scene where um, Sandra Bullock is sitting at the table with um, Melissa McCartney's family. All oh, the family. That was good. And the back and forth. I don't remember what the guy was saying. Like Ark, I believe. Nark. Nark. Oh, Nark. Nark. You're, you're, Nark. Ar- you're a knock. Nark. Are you a knock? Yo, you a knock? Are you a knock? Yeah. Are you a knock? And she's like, yeah. what? Like then the you bar- got, then you got the angry Bill Burr. Yes. Fucking sit like, next to. But what? He what said I, knock. He's like, what? I, 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 I hear you're deaf. 
Now, I think Melissa McCartney did great for what she was supposed to do for this movie, yeah. but I wish she could have had the Boston accent. This supposed <laughs> to be uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like the whole family. Oh, yo, okay, let's talk about the paintings. You had Dunk Jesus. No, the paintings are pretty funny. Hilariously awesome. He gave it as a gift. He's like, I know Grandma or Grandpa would want you to have this. It was fucking Jesus Duncan. Jesus Duncan. Oh, my God. I was like, what the fuck? That was fucking hilarious. Like I was, uh, that was hilarious. That was funny. I think her family's. I think they got good people to play her family. Like Bill Burr, I'm a huge fan. Of Bill Burr, he's good. It's, yeah, Bill Burr's really good. And uh, Mike yeah. Rappaport, he's funny. Michael Rappaport, he can be good in the right. He, I, he's, I, yeah, he's good I in the he's an right asshole role. in real life, though. He's he's usually in a but as, as a matter of fact, Michael Rappaport is. I could be wrong. <laughs> he is in Paper Paper Soldiers. He's in oh, a lot he, of black movies. Yeah, he is in there. He's yeah. uh he's an interesting interesting person. I've heard various things about him. In real yeah, life yeah. I and... saw I saw this thing where he was on a podcast recently, and it, it turned into a fight, which is kind of funny. Yeah, he's he, yeah he's an interesting dude. But like, I don't know if you guys heard about the Kevin Durant thing that he got into. Oh, he wanted uh, yeah, where he released the DMs of him and Kevin Durant. Kevin, Kevin Durant. was like calling him a bitch, calling because he wanted to give him free that. tickets and shit. Like bitch, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know how it started, but like. <laughs> Yeah. It went south hella quick. He's like, "Yeah, meet me on the meet me on the corner, you know, like yeah. an actual location in New York." <laughs> Yo, Kevin, He's like, "Come, yeah. come to Brooklyn and let's fucking fight." <laughs> Yo, Kevin Durant will fuck him up. Kevin Durant's fucking crazy. <laughs> you know what? The, the thing with that, really- why? If, listen, if you're Kevin Durant, why the fuck would you get into a fight with Michael Rappaport? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like, like, why? Why would you want to fight? Because you're gonna whoop his ass. But what's the point? Yeah, no, there's no point. The, the thing is, though, is like, Mike, Mike, okay, so really quick, Michael Rappaport is a comedian. He's he's funny. He's very funny in movies. He's in a lot of African American films. Yeah, but um. He's the type of comedian that'll talk shit about anybody. And when Kevin Durant threw it back at him, he couldn't handle it. And I feel yeah. like that's, that's a that's a bitch move because it's like you're you talk shit about everybody and anybody, but as soon as somebody says something about you, let's release the DMs. Let's try to sue the guy. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's definitely kind of a bitch move. I do think like KD, like man, look, you got it. You got to know like, so like you know if you're if you're wrestling with a pig. It's a fucking pig. You need to walk away. Because even if you wrestle with the pig and win, you get shit on you. And that's what happened in the situation. He fucking wrestled with the pig. He called him all these kinds of names and shit. He said, hey, let's go meet in Brooklyn so I can beat your ass. And it's like, dude, what? It's It, 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 just, makes him, it just makes him look bad for even yeah. engaging on that level with him. But I feel I like think. it started out really quick. This will be the last part of it, people, I promise. <laughs> I feel like it started out as like kind of like a back and forth kind of like jokey thing. And then I'm from assuming Michael Rappaport took it a little too serious. One of them took one a little too far, a little too serious with it. And Michael, the thing is, Michael Rappaport released the fucking, which I think is just fucked up when people do that stupid shit. It's like your adults talk about amongst each other and leave it at that. But I also yeah. feel like people do it, especially famous people do it, just to get some more spike on their career, just to get some more shine on them for whatever. Oh shit! I guess yeah, not. Uh, it's I, not I like Michael. You know what I mean? I got. I got a bunch of specials. Yeah. Coming out. I got a dope podcast coming out. Let me start some beef with fucking Ibrahim. Yeah, <laughs> we're cool. Well, like I said, I think there's more to it because I think they actually got they got along. Like Michael Rappaport interviewed uh, him before, and they got along. And and uh, Kevin Durant gave him free shit. So every time he seen Kevin, he was like, yo, can I get tickets to blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And Kevin in his head said something like, 
get the fuck out of here. It's yeah. like basically you only, you, you only talk to me when you yeah. want tickets and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, then, like, that, so that, that, then that pissed off my graph report. But then I guess the joke thing back and forth, then it just started going Haywire. It went south. It went yeah, south, and like he's, he, you know, Kevin Grant's like, "I'm gonna fuck your wife," and like all this other yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, you know, why? Yeah. You know, it went wild. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but still, dude, it's like, like the other thing too, like, like, like you're saying, Aaron, you gotta understand, Michael Rappaport is not on your level. So when yeah. you fuck with him and you and you, you're you're helping him. You're actually yeah. helping him by like, yeah, gassing oh, him yeah. up like that. Oh yeah, you know, you're so putting he, him on your level. He's not on your level. And so when you fight with him, it makes him bigger. When yeah. you're like, you're fucking Kevin Durant and you're like one of the best athletes in the world. So you should just fucking hit ignore and just exactly. move on, you know? Because he wants the attention. That's the thing about Michael Rapport. He wants the attention. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. yeah it's not like he has a super successful career I, where I, he doesn't I, need I, it. Kevin Durant's side, it's that fucking male ego that's just like, yo, you're not going to fucking talk to me any kind of way you want to talk to me. Well, listen. And, and then you can even. Ju- <laughs> yeah. I don't know his background, but I'm just. A su- Excuse me for this. I'm sorry for this. But a lot of great athletes are. They grow up in a single parent home in a terrible neighborhood or even in a two parent home in a terrible neighborhood. And sports is their way out. And I mean, if you're a black individual and you feel like somebody white is talking down to you, you're good. But you want to defend yourself. <laughs> you're, you're you're coming for him. Uh, I I I get not, that. And and like I, I, Michael Rappaport is racist because I don't think he is. I know he's not. But I'm just I'm just saying like being in situations similar to that to an extent, you're just like, yo, who the fuck do you think you're talking to like this? Like I'll yeah. smack the fucking dog shit out of you right the fuck <laughs> out. Watch your motherfucking yeah. mouth. Yeah. And instead of Michael Rappaport saying, you know what, man, I'll just play him, blah, 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 he releases the fucking shit, which I think is just, again, a bitch move. Yeah. But, so, but so the other thing, too, Ibrahim was just saying Kevin Durant is bigger than Michael Rappaport. So it's like, why not release this? Because now, guess what? My name is all, not only is my name in fucking on YouTube, on Twitter, on blah, 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 but it's on ESPN. Why is it on ESPN? ESPN? Talking about a it's, on Fox it's on Fox Sports. It's on Fox. It's on everything. And his ass. His fucking ass goes on Fox Sports, Michael Rappaport, to talk yeah. about what happened. Yep. It's on. It's on. It's it because it, it's a smart move. It's a smart move. Like I respect it, and I don't respect it. I respect it because it's like a smart move, maybe financially, because it's like okay, shit. All these shows now they want me on here to discuss this fucking situation, and guess what? All these shows are gonna pay me to come on to discuss yeah. this situation to an extent. You want more? Guess what? I'll come on another episode, and yeah. you can pay me a little bit more. Pay me a little bit more. Smart move. And also, oh by the way, so you know uh, the Michael Rappaport podcast, blah blah blah. blah, blah you know he's gonna spit hella oh, shit and promote. Motherfucker. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Say, I, I got, listen, please, somebody rich and famous, start a beef with me because yeah, I start a beef. the same shit. And guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to blow up popcorn and pies. I'm going to blow I, up. I, let's, just keep, let's just keep bashing Tom Green and Nick Cage, yeah. and we'll, I suspect we'll, eventually we'll get one of their, catch yeah. one of their ears, ires, <laughs> however you so want to say the it. Other thing, the other thing, too, about Kevin Durant is that he, he loves the fucking social media uh-huh. trolling game. Yeah. Like he he loves to like <laughs> get into fights on the internet. Like this dude has had multiple burner accounts so, where he speaks the truth, but he won't do it on his on his on his you yo, know his he, legit he, account. He, yo, Michael Rappaport likes to say because he's a comedian and he's quick with the fucking comebacks and the jokes and shit. And he yeah. enjoys that shit too. A lot of people enjoy it. The back and forth shit is fun. It's funny. It's not even to be disrespectful. I enjoy shit like that. Just going back and forth talking shit with your boys. It's fun. It's funny. 
We all do it. But I feel like he got outdone bad. And it went to another level of, look, yo, I will fuck you up. Do I, don't play with me like this. I will fuck you up. And he got scared and was just like, oh, shit. Yeah. I <laughs> But at the same time, it's like, I should leak this because not only am I, I'm a little afraid, yes, but so much attention is going to come my way. Yeah, the attention. Positive and negative attention, which is dollars. So I respect that part of it, but I still don't respect the fart, the fart, the part where, (laughs) yeah, you, you dropped the shit. It was a bitch. See this thing, so let me. So he, he said, I'm going to spit in your face when I see your dirty ass. Meet me on West 17th tomorrow at 10. <laughs> or be, where's, what's your address? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> like that. So, like, that's like, there's talking shit. And, like, if he said, Michael Rappaport, you fucking suck. You're acting as shit. You haven't been in a good movie in 20 years. Okay. I'm going to spit in your face and meet me at West 17th. And, <laughs> you know, meet me in Manhattan or some shit. Like, that's, that's I'll, like a totally different I'll, level. Ebs, I'll say this, though. You don't know how cool they were with each other. Like, there's friends that are just yeah. Like, they they might have they might have exchanged some where they like said, "Oh no, meet me at like meet me meet me at 117th or whatever." Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll explain to people like this: you have friends that you, you have different levels of friends. You have friends that were just like, "Okay, we're cool," like you're my boy, blah blah blah. We're friends, and then you have that next level where it's like we can tell these where where the jokes come in okay we can crack these jokes and then you have friends at the very top level where like nothing is off limits you can say whatever the fuck you want and they aren't there they're at like the they're more of like friendship slash acquaintance because they're both famous and semi-famous like we see each other in public we'll you know we'll slap slap five shake hands you know we dm each other here and there we don't have each other's numbers but we can contact each other for whatever Mm -hmm. So it was more of like an acquaintance thing. And then there's friends where it's like, yo, you can say whatever the fuck you want. I'm not going to be offended by it. Like, that's how I feel I am with a lot of people because I'm, fuck it. And they're not there. And it was like, I'm going to fuck you up when I see you. Yeah. And again, well, but that's the question, though. Like, who crossed the line? Who, cro- who crossed the line first? Who started it? Well, and who started what? Who started the shit talking? It, it probably, Rabbit I don't Hort? know. That, that probably, yeah. But that probably went way back, and so then, I'm then, I'm, I'm, I'm only saying that because whoever started it, it obviously escalated to what it eventually became, which I'm happy no violence happened from it. But yeah, I mean, you say that. Well, let's hope no violence. Until they see, until I want I, I, I would have very much enjoyed watching him spit on his face on West Seventeenth or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Because of legalities, like if, if it's gonna be something like that, I'd rather you guys get to a fucking boxing ring, throw some gloves on, and fucking fight and see who wins. Yeah, no, dude, that's that's the real thing. Like like a micro like Michael Rapaport and Kevin Durant like celebrity boxing match. Yeah, and that's I, money. I, I say that because yes, it would be financially beneficial to both of them, or they can donate all that money to a an amazing charity, maybe something like. I don't. That. I'd be surprised if Michael Rapaport had the kind of bank account where he could donate all of it. Yeah. He could donate a decent amount because he has, he, 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 he used to have a sitcom and everything. He was he was okay during this, uh, a certain time, but then he died off. Well, he, he has successful he has a successful podcast which he's getting money off of. Michael, how the Archie boys? So let us know how you get this money because we want some. Yeah. Is, it? Is, it all, is it all sports? You got You got to start fights with fucking celebrities. That's what, that's what he does. Well, we're happy to talk. Oh, we're happy to talk to you, Mike. We won't spit in your face. I want to fight you. 
And Chris wants to fight Tom Green. <laughs> is this podcast just talking about sports? Tom Cruise. And Ibrahim wants to fight uh, Tom Green as well. Yeah, no, I don't want to fight Tom Cruise. You know, we should start I want reaching to punch out Bieber to in the face. We should start trying to reach out to random celebrities at chance and just saying, hey, yeah. let's talk on the podcast. Yeah, why don't you come on? Yeah. Hell yeah. Why not? We'll, hey, never, we'll hey. never get a response, but it would be fun will, to try. Because there's some fucking celebrities that are Z-list or whatever the fuck they are. A list that we're not even on yet, but we will be. But that Z-list celebrity is just like, I just want some attention. Come on here. Indie celebrities, come on here. As a matter of fact, I know somebody. So Concrete Cowboys, it's on Netflix. We can throw this on the wheel or whatever. Watch it, review it. I can get the one of the leads on here. I had her on for the very first episode of Popcorn and Pints and interviewed her. I can probably get her on here again if you guys would want, like to interview her. Sure. So By the way, Idris, you get Idris on here? Right. Yeah. I don't know if I can get Idris, but I can get the Idris. He played his wife. Not, yeah. She played his wife in the movie. So I can definitely get her. And she was. By the way, this is episode 30. I can't believe there's been 30. Yeah, no. It's crazy. This is the 30th fucking. This is Dirty 30. This is Dirty 30, and there's a rape in this movie, which is... Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm just multiple, multiple. Is, is that how you multiple celebrate 30? Yeah, I guess so. Because I didn't. Dirty 30. Vaginal yeah. jokes, Dirty 30. Jeez. It fits. And that's how these movies connect in another way, because of the, sex, the sexual shit that went on. Or Yeah, it, it don't seem like 30. I can't believe we did that many already. Well, technically we did... <laughs> 29, 28, 29. Oh, because the two first ones? The yeah, first the first episode was me with the interview with oh, yeah. Liz. Oh, Second episode. Was, was that was just me. us and Nick Cage? Yeah, I was supposed to be part of it, but I couldn't make it. Yeah. Couldn't make it. Clan meeting. Yeah, no, Chris skipped it. We're mad at him. <laughs> we told him, like, you only can do it twice. You only can skip two, so. All right, so Ibrahim, what do you got coming up next on your show, man? On Deep Focus Cinema Podcast. Next for me, we're talking about the cell. Oh, so oh Jennifer Lopez. That, which is a horror movie, actually. Yeah, Jennifer Lopez. Is that Lopez? Why do you say that? Because I swear to you, as we were recording this episode, I added that to the wheel as well as the other movie you recommended. I added it to my horror wheel. Okay. So I may be hitting you up for the cell and for the I mean, I'm I'm gonna start hitting you up for Tuesdays and Thursdays if you're free. And let you know what movie it is to review. Because yeah. They sell, they said uh what what movie they said uh sell was the very first um oh fuck. I'm not even sure. There's a movie that came I out. I added the cell though as well. I added the cell and I added um the other one that you sent to me in the private it, chat. Maybe it was Damn, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe it was Red Dragon. I don't I can't remember. Deadcom, sorry, Deadcom. Deadcom. Deadcom and uh yeah, I added those both to the horror. I don't, I don't know what the hell Deadcom is. It's uh, it, it basically it's Nicole Kidman, I think, with an Australian accent on a boat. Uh, okay. there's some nudity there. There's some, you know, sold. You had nudity. me at nudity. He said sold. Yeah. Sold yeah. like a slave. So, and like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So here's a question for you guys. So have any of you guys been to uh, uh was it Catch Steak? The what? Yeah, Catch Steak. You guys been there? No, what is catch in New York. I don't, I don't know. Well, that's that's <laughs> that's where the fight was supposed to happen. <laughs> oh, wait, oh. he said, said meet, meet, meet me at catch steak. No, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 in the, that's in the city. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm nowhere near the city. No, it's we're like three and a half, four hours. Yeah, we're I don't, yeah, we're, I don't know. 
I don't know where in the city that is. No, it's uh, eighty-eight, uh, Ninth Ave. <laughs> I'm not. Ninth Ave, motherfucker, on the corner. <laughs> yeah, I never been familiar. To the city, honestly, not like, familiar like enough to know the street. That's the thing when you're like, and it's like a fucking high-class steak restaurant that he went with some probably some fucking business person. It's like, dude, okay, you've gone too far. You've gone too far. When it's like you want to meet at the steak place, the fight, like five-star steak place. And fight some random D-list celebrity. He's not even D, right? He was going to beat his ass and go have a steak after. I know. <laughs> that's, that's how you celebrate. Maybe he was going to yeah. beat him with the steak. He was going to beat him Maybe. with the steak. Who was fighting? I missed that. All right. And uh, oh yeah, KD. No, KD said. So KD said, "Meet me wherever." And then he said, "Meet me at Catch Steak, which is a steak place in New York." Ooh. <laughs> Michael Rappaport yeah. said that. No, he said that. Kevin said that to Michael Rappaport. Oh, okay, because yeah, he wants to celebrate spitting in his face with a steak yeah. after. That. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that look like yeah. that. That does make sense. Where could you yeah. imagine like they fight on this corner? Or maybe the Kevin, steak is Kevin so Kevin beats his ass. He spits on, beats his ass, and then he fucking goes into the steak place. Yeah, dude, that's a baller move. That's a baller move. Hold on, no, no, hold on, hold on. The steak's so mouth-watering, he'd be thinking about it all day. So he has the spit filled up. He's got it just coming. I oh, it's all build up. Like, after he whoops Michael Rappaport's ass, he takes his credit card and uses his card to pay for his fucking steak meal. And he <laughs> what happens when the credit card bounces? Then Kevin, you're in trouble. Like, Look, I'm Kevin Durant. They're gonna be like, oh, it's Kevin. Yeah, I'm Kevin Durant. Yeah. Science, they give him free shit. This fucking meal for free. Shit. For yeah. Thank you. Though. Thank you for choosing our location to have your fight. Your celebrity. I want that celebrity. I, I want. I want to be at that level to where it's like, yo, Aaron. You can come to fucking Burger King and you can get anything you want off the menu for free. I mean, I'm again, I, I'm not expensive, man. Yes, I want the steaks and lobsters and shit, but I'll settle for fucking you'll get the, You'll get the card unlimited fucking Burger King for the rest of your oh, life. Oh, yeah. Motherfucker. You know You're like, I'm a celebrity. I'm a winner. <laughs> yo, here's what I'm going to do, Burger King. I'm going to be like, hey, yo, yo, what you need? I can give it to you for a little bit cheaper than that. Wow! Well, there's gonna hustle. He's gonna get a whole bunch of Burger King sandwiches and stuff a dollar cheaper. Because you get all that shit for free, so it's like, boom! You do you pay me this? Hundred percent profit. Boom! Fuck you. You should have paid me more. (laughs) See that? Oh man, genius! And that's why the Heat is a seven, and that's why uh, Dogville is a seven because I'm a genius. And they connect because of the woman empowerment. They went through the tough struggles, and then they showed their uh, womenness, and they took over the whole man thing. Because if you think about it, they were going against the man, the men, the white men, I may say, or Spanish, because the, the fucking the one leader, the uh, oh, Lar- guy, Larkin captain. No, 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 the captain. Oh, the captain. Oh, but, I mean, he wasn't really a bad guy. No, 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 no he wasn't bad, but he was still. Oh, quick. The, I want to talk about the Rojas scene where they dropped him onto his car. I thought that was oh, fucking hysterical. That was funny. That was like, please don't let me. Right? That she's like, no, I can't really hold him no more. Yeah. Like, please please don't head. let this be my car. My 2003. I'm going to tell you guys something. So when I first, when I, I remember when this fucking trailer came out, I believe, what is the movie from 2013? When this trailer came out, I was telling you the guy who played uh, Rojas, Spoken Reasons is his like, Name if you look them on look them on YouTube and all that shit, which was very entertaining YouTube channel by the way. Not as entertaining as Popcorn Finds or Horrors or Thirty or Stories from a Bar or Deep Focus Cinema Podcast, but entertaining. But um, 
like I seen him from there, and the only reason why I wanted to watch this movie is because he was in it. Like, there's people that I watch on Vine and YouTube and shit. I'm like, these guys are fucking hilarious. I'd love to see them in a movie. And when you see them in that preview for the movie, like, oh shit, I gotta see that. Mind you, I didn't watch it till fucking earlier today. But like, what he did with his roles was funny as shit to me because I seen him in the other stuff, and then with. The characters are, they're just like, I can't, I really can't hold them anymore. Like, I'm losing my balance. And they drop them. And what was funny was, like, he lands on the car and he's like, I hope this isn't my fucking car, basically. And, like, the, the imprint on the car, it was just funny. It was funny. Yeah. It worked. And it worked. For this fucking movie, it really worked. It was funny. Um, This is another Buddy Cop movie that we did. Besides, what did we do? The other guys, what, a week or two ago? Yeah. Yep. Buddy cop movie, funny. A lot of buddy cop movies are very similar. Um, from what I can think of right now, I still feel like to me it's out of Bad Boys and Rush Hour for the best ones of all time for me. They're almost, they're like a very even level. I might put Rush Hour like a tiny tiny smidgen over it just because of the racial differences. And that's what about um, what about like uh, Beverly Hills Cop? Was that? Well, he went, he went solo on most of this shit. I feel right? well, it's really it's really kind of a cop movie though. It is a buddy. Cop no, no, because they're both uh, basically cops. Buddy cop though. Was it was it like? Well, he was kind of buddy with the white slinky dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, was, he was he was buddies with the white dude. You know you know what it is though, Ibrahim. I feel like with that movie, Ibr or sorry, not Ibrahim. Eddie Murphy really stole the show. Mm-hmm. To where, yes, yeah, Eddie Murphy's the focus. Yes. Yeah. But Chris, yes, you know the other gentleman is in the movie, but he wasn't like not in every scene. Not not even that. It's like when you think of Rush Hour, you think of Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan. Mm-hmm. When you think of the Heat, you think of Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCartney. When you think of Bad Boys, you think of Martin Lawrence and you think of Will Smith. When you think of Beverly Hills Cop, you think of Eddie Murphy. Yeah, he does stand. When out. you think of um, so what about what about Lethal Weapon? Lethal, Lethal Weapon. Okay. You think of um, Danny Mel Gibson, Glover. Donald Glover, Danny Glover. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Mel Gibson. But I don't think that movie was good, and I do want to see it again. But it wasn't as funny as the other ones. I feel like that's borderline buddy cop movie because that that does have a slightly more serious tone. Yeah, it's like it's like more action. No, yeah, that's more that's more action. It's 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 like a comedy. Like there's funny parts in it, but it's not a comedy movie. Versus the other ones that we mentioned, they're they're action, they're comedy action. This one's like the Lethal Weapon's like action comedy, like action. It's mostly action, and then there's some funny little one-liners in there. I'm getting too old for this shit. That's in like every fucking Lethal Weapon movie, which it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me at all because you know, when Danny Glover's glued to the to- uh, glued to the toilet, is that what it is? Been there. Well, yeah. not glued, but <laughs> it's been there. Metaphorically glued. <laughs> <laughs> TMI, I don't care. Seems like a fair that seems like a fair place to wrap things up. Oh, another buddy movie. Uh, 21 Jump Street. Oh, yeah. Final ratings on both movies. Let's go. Five on five on Dogville, eight on the Heat. Dogville seven. The Heat seven. James? I think I did eight for the Heat and I think I did a seven on Dogville. Or six and a half. I can't remember. Six and a half or a seven. I'll, I'll, ju- I'll just say seven. 
So yeah, for me, seven and a half for Dogville, six for the Heat. Which, by the way, Ibrahim, when you get a chance in our Facebook, not in the private thing on Restream, but in our Facebook group, send me the times, because I'll add it to this thing that I'm about to pull up. Send me the times that you do your show, like the days and times, and I'll add it to uh, this right here, which this beautiful, beautiful team, which is a huge part of the Z Network, which Ibrahim, you should... I want deep focus cinema a part of the Z network, man. Okay. It's just <laughs> basically we could probably make it happen. It's um a network for creators by creators and we all just help each other blow up and grow. Anyway, we can just mentioning each other. Yeah, so we're all going to start tweeting Kevin Durant tomorrow. Tell him to uh call him the show. Up to No, 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 no. We need to fight. Uh, we need something to really. I want to spit in his eye. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Listen, Chris, you need to tell him meet me at this fucking bar. <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. The, meet me at this bar in Upstate. <laughs> you should tweet at Kevin Durant. Like the thing is, here's the scary thing. So if you if you like if you if you went on and DM'd Kevin Durant, like, hey, meet me at this bar in Upstate New York, he'll read it. <laughs> He will read it, and then if you and and he might actually do it if you say, "Hey, man, you're a fucking piece of shit, and you suck." Uh, you, see, you, no, I feel he, like that's gonna come. Go see, I feel like that's gonna get misinterpreted as a race thing, than just. Uh, oh, that's true. But Chris, listen, you're my popcorn and pines brother. I know it's not a race thing. It's just you talking shit. Yeah, you may know that, but the millions of other people that will listen, see that if it ever got picked people, up that Kevin Durant's coming up state to kick someone. I'm gonna smack your black ass so hard. You are <laughs> never born. You're gonna wish you're white. I'm gonna smack you so hard. For one, he's an athlete. Who? I don't care. I, you don't know he could fight or not. I'm sure he could. But how tall is he? Like six, seven? He's he's like yeah. seven. Feet oh, he has long arms. <laughs> no, <laughs> you don't challenge him. He's gonna fuck you up, man. <laughs> if, James, if Chris got into a beef with Kevin Durant, do you have his back? How did this end up on me? I don't know. Um, well, because you have stories from a bar, and so it's like there's a location. Yes. And then you'll do a podcast like, so today, Kevin Durant is coming to the bar to, to fight kick me. My, to kick my now, ass. And I'm going to drink before I fight him. Help him. Am I going to help him fight Durant, or am I going to stick up for him? To be no, fair, we're going to be there to watch the fight. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say, I'm not helping him fight because uh, maybe I, I don't want to get, get beat up too. Maybe I can get some too. sponsorships, make some money. I'm going to help. You probably would get a sponsor after that. I have two reasons why I'm going to help. One, because Chris is my boy. Two, lawsuit. <laughs> ah. Yeah, that's true. Yes. But he has the lawyers. He's going to pull the things. Yeah, that I know, really. I don't, if I started it, I don't think I have the right well, to sue. But, but here's, here's how it happens, right? So what you guys would do, you turn your cameras on when Kevin Durant is whooping my ass and Chris's ass. That's when you hit record. You don't hit record yeah. when <laughs> me and him are talking. Me and Chris are talking a bunch of shit to Kevin Durant, and I, I started up like, yo, Kevin, you step across this motherfucking line, I'm smacking the shit out of you. And he steps across that line, and I smack him, but I don't smack the shit out of him to where he like, falls over. Smack like Smack that I, stupid goatee off his face? Yeah. The first, the first, the first one. And they call him a snake. Like, I'm a step, like, Step on a snake, just like send him a bunch of gifts, of, like a snake getting killed or something. And then just, call, just pretend that Michael ran the poor. So here's the thing we gotta say. So like, so so Chris is the mongoose. He's like, <laughs> I'm a fucking mongoose, and I fucking kill snakes. That's what I do. I'm and Michael Rappaport. And then here, here's here's how it goes. So James and Ibrahim, they come out. They hit record as soon as as soon as Kevin Durant reacts and attacks us. That's when you both hit record because you're in two different visuals too. 
numero dos. You're getting two different visuals, right? Of the same exact shit, so it looks like he's guilty. All the other shit, you get rid of the evidence. You get rid of everybody else's cameras. Yeah. Fuck him. Smack no, him. Listen, he's going to settle. He's going to settle just like Deshaun oh, Watson. He's oh, going to yeah. settle. We're not settling for less than 10 million no. motherfucking dollars. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting paid. We're getting paid. We're getting paid. And then I'll shut the fuck up. 10 and million four ways. Pretty good. To our, yeah. of our podcast. I'll take it. I'm not greedy. And as a team with Popcorn and Pines, and we're going to blow the fuck up. And then we're going to release a documentary 10 years down the road. Kevin Durant versus <laughs> Popcorn and Pines. What really happened? <laughs> there, there's a fucking death match for you. Yeah, and far, Popcorn and Pines versus Durant. And start peeing on everything. Hmm. Oh, there's a story. There's not enough young people there. He won't come. He won't show up. He'll show up. He'll be a no show. <laughs> oh, yeah, there man. needs to be some like, you know, he needs he needs to come to like the little sippy cup uh, <laughs> convention or something. The tea cups, the, yeah. the, the tea parties. It's like it's like it's like a bar except it's little sippy cups for like little it's kids. Tea parties, James. No, there you go. Tea party. He's like, hey, you guys want some tea? You want a tea bag? Yeah. You want? Yeah, you want a tea bag? Can I get a tea bag? Mushroom mushroom shaped bruise across his face. <laughs> Chris, with the mushroom tip. That, and the reason I'm so happy you said that is because you dipped down to the immaturity level of the rest of us. <laughs> yeah. And you finally did it like on camera instead of just typing shit. To yes. us. No, just, just start to get us going. Makes a little yeah. comment in the chat. But, um, oh. I mean, I don't know how well the bruise will show up. How, do, Aaron? What's it look like when you get a bruise? It takes a lot. It really takes a lot because you know this beautiful chocolate lavender skin right here. Mm. You got to beat the hell out of it really. So, so you got to you got to beat him with the head a few times. An orange in a sock. Versus you guys, you just pinch and you fucking turn your whole body turns red. It doesn't take a lot, man. It doesn't no, take don't. a lot. Especially when you're pale and shit like me. Like I don't, I can't tan. I just, I'm either pale or red. There's yeah. oh, pale or sunburn. Quick do, now, do you guys sunburn very quick? Like if it's yeah. you go outside, I do. I'm Irish though. So My, see, I'm I, I'm not Irish, but I, it's like I think it's just fucking I'm super extra pasty white or something. But see, I go outside. I don't tan. My brother does. He'll turn dark, like like Latino dark. Like sometimes if he's in the sun like all the time, no dark. But I sit here and like I turn red first. I burn, so I have a slight. I, the sunburn don't bother me. Like it's not painful. But as soon as okay. it goes away, then it starts tanning a little bit. Now I don't get no crazy tan. Like if I stay in a house without going outside for one week, I'm right back to Casper the ghost again. <laughs> <laughs> that has to suck. Oh so, uh, yeah. Fucking. Driving down the street, trying to figure out where the fucking reflection's coming from. It's coming from your white ass skin. Honestly, that's what, <laughs> and honestly, that's the only tan I'm getting right now is the car rides coming through the window. Uh, so he's gonna, ha- he's gonna, he's got one arm that's tan. Yeah, and one yeah. That's- listen, listen, people, that was a joke. I love my white brothers and sisters and everybody else. So don't be too uptight and you know butthurt over that joke because you're gonna get this shit all the time from popcorn and pines horrors are starting and wh- whatever i'm on you're gonna get that shit i'm sorry no i'm not fuck it you gotta oh, smile man. after because when you smile after people are just like oh he's friendly he's just funny yes but um let me pull this up really quick people so 
Live shows Tuesdays and Thursdays, Thursdays, 9 o'clock Eastern Time. Horror Search 30. Live shows Saturday, 9 o'clock Eastern Time. Popcorn and Pints. Deep Focus Cinema. You need to check that out on Facebook and YouTube live. I want to say 6 o'clock in the morning. Um, time. Eastern Time. 9 o'clock in the morning <laughs> Eastern Time. And check out Stories from a Bar. It's pre-recorded, but it's a fucking great show. Yes, it is. It's a great show. Oh, shit. What was that? What was that? <laughs> hold, hold on. We can't, we can't see what you're playing. I'm about to share, but I, I'm playing. I'm gonna tell you right now. You're ready? I'm gonna play it on mute just to be safe. Yo, I thought okay, someone's yeah, cool. fucking bedroom got blew up. <laughs> Someone got shot. Bam, bam, bam. Can you Kevin, guys? Kevin, Kevin Durant was listening. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, I called you, fucker. Oh shit. Oh man. All right, so I, I have some questions for y'all after we watch this clip. All right. Again, it's on mute to be safe because we're showing the visual with no audio. Oh man. Okay, Aerie so Spirit. so Aerie Spirits is talking shit about this dude. And watch what happens next. They're on this is on a podcast too, so which is which is kind of fucking. Yeah, up. the one uh the one dude at the end is just, uh a comedian too. So it's like <laughs> Who is this? What's happening? Oh Whoa. shit. <clears throat> he's like, he's like, you know, fucking who are you talking to? Whoa. Okay, so here's my question. Was this a bitch move by Ari Spears? Um huh. it's uh, again, I don't know what he said. <clears throat> well, I mean the fight, the way he like basically Hold got up, his ass. He wasn't expecting it. Oh, he just covered up. Yeah, he didn't expect he was just because well, that one he, hit probably skin, but it probably it, like it, it, here's what I feel about that. Because like if you're standing <laughs> up, right? And someone gets aggressive when you're standing up right in front of your face, you're gonna mention you're gonna see it. But if you're looking straight ahead, like how we all are looking straight ahead at each other, and somebody's sitting on you either side, and you're looking straight ahead because you're talking to he's in a radio interview, I'm assuming. So he's talking to the world, technically. Kind of how we are, you're not really thinking about your peripherals and you're not really thinking about the people on your left and your right. So it's like you might be cracking jokes, having fun. But this person's taking it serious. They get up and attack. I mean, you're just like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? So it's like, I almost feel like it's more of a bitch move when you sucker punch somebody. As a matter of fact, it, it's a, yeah. a bitch move, unless it's very, 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 very well deserved for certain serious reasons. But other than yeah, that, like the guy is really big and that's the only way to win. You got to get him up. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get a sucker punch. I wouldn't even say that. I would say more so if it was more like of a personal reason than somebody just talking shit. Like, be an adult about it. Fucking take it. Talk about it after or fight after. Like, yo, I'm going to fuck you up, but I'm going to make it fair. Let's shoot the fair one. Shoot the fair one means one-on-one -on -one hands. We both know this is what's coming is hands, not, oh, let me sucker punch. Let me get up on the radio station and punch the fuck out of you. My thing with this one is, did they bring these two on because they had beef? No. if that's the case, they should have separated them. Yeah, they didn't have any previous beef. Okay. It just all just blew up. Wow. Damn. Well, interesting. Very fucking interesting. Yeah, so I guess the other part of the story is like, so Ari Speed, so like he kind of like Ari Spears went off the internet for like <laughs> hella time after that beatdown, um, and then he sued that guy. He sued that guy and he lost. He lost the lawsuit, Ooh, even though you saw wow. that fucking ass beating. Assault. Because yeah. he, he started it. 
No, I don't think he. I don't know what. I don't know the details of it. No, but um, but but I mean, you could say yeah, he started because of what he said, but it's one of those things to where you can't react like that as far as attacking somebody. But at the same time, what you say, like you you can't judge a person on how they react to it. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of people. Here's an example, really quick. I'm gonna say this. In like an urban, really ghetto gang environment, I'll even say more so gang, but urban, really like ghetto environment. You tell another man suck my dick, they'll fight you or kill. You. Like all joking aside, because that they just yo, that's fucking very disrespectful. You saying that to me, another man, I'm gonna kill you or I'm gonna beat the fucking shit out of you. <laughs> so it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, is it like that to where it's like I feel embarrassed? I'm street. I have to stick. You know what I mean? Like I had, I have to live by this code, or I'm gonna fuck myself over. And then on top of that, it's also comedian beats up such and such, Aries Spears. Let's say the comedian's name is Tyrone Jenkins. Tyrone Jenkins beats up Aries Spears. Not only are you gonna go look up that clip, but now you're gonna say, okay, let me see what Tyrone Jenkins did as far as the comedian. Let me YouTube his clips. So it's more of a, it's, I'm not saying he was thinking financially in a sense, but thinking about it, some of these people, I feel like even if it gets the violence, as sad as it may be, Pog, I feel like they think about like, I don't know what the fuck this person's talking about. (laughs) I don't know. It's just some random ass person. I feel like that person's thinking like, if I post this, if I share this, or if I have my team share this and pre- pretend I don't know what they didn't go out or whatever, this is going to help me overall in the long run because people are going to see my name. They're going to see this fucking big-ass controversy that's going to be all over the YouTubes and Twitter and all that other bullshit. They're going to click that link, and they're going to click on other shit that I've been involved in. So, boom, boom, boom. If I have my own YouTube channel or whatever, they're going to click that channel. They're going to monetize. You know, my channel is monetized, of course. The views help it. Boom. That's a million views on my YouTube channel of me getting punched in the face because I uploaded it on my own YouTube channel. And there's a million people watching this shit right fucking now. So, it's one of those things where it's like, and then, of course, the guy that hit him. Okay, my name is Tyrone Jenkins. I punched Aerie Spears in the face. You guys know he did. You know, he's really very good at doing voice, like mocking people or whatever you want to call it. <clears throat> Boom. So now I'm connected to that and your spirit is kind of funny. Now you can see how funny I may be. And maybe I tell jokes that are, quote unquote, like in the gang mentality or in the urban mentality of that tough shit, but funny. Boom. Now this all, you know, I don't play, but I'm funny. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um it, it's weird though to me though you could like beat the shit out of somebody like that and he basically do got away with it just fucking whooped his ass yep so that's the thing that makes me want to be like he should have fought back because like because then it's like okay um fuck it you know like if if yeah. if they're just gonna let us do whatever we want i'm a i'm a fucking if you're gonna sucker punch my ass Nah, man, we're getting a real fight. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. You got the first hit in, but let's see if you can take some legit hits. Exactly. I agree with that, but I feel like it was one of those things where it's like, 
I need to just cover up because if I say, because you got to think about it, you're covering up, right? Like this person just gets up, like you're both sitting next to each other. This person stands up and starts punching the shit out of you. So it's like, you got to cover up so you don't fucking get knocked out of the chair and shit. And it's like, if you get up, I'm not saying you can't stand up like this, but you're a lot of people, you know, when you get up, if you have arms in your chair, you're going to push up off your arms, the arms of your chair. And that's leaving you open to get punched in the face and possibly get knocked the fuck out. That's one. And two, what if you can't fight? Like then you're fucked. A lot of fucking people. I'm not talking shit. I'm the greatest. (laughs) I can defend myself, so don't fuck with me or people that I care about. But and I'm crazy as fuck. I don't give a fuck. But no, like there's people. It's just like okay, if I get up and fight them and get knocked out, now I'm a fucking meme. I'm a fucking (laughs) like everything. Now you're a meme, yeah. You're a meme, <laughs> and you're a visual type of fucking like you're a, you're a um a gif. You're a meme and a gif, all from one fucking situation. Dude, did we talk about Nate Robertson getting his ass knocked out by uh, Jake Paul? Yeah, by Jake Paul. Did we talk? Jake about Paul that? has been boxing for I don't know how many years and training boxing. Nate Robertson played basketball. You play basketball. You don't play fighting. <laughs> Jake Paul. You'll probably fuck everybody up on popcorn and pints. That's fine. Fight I some- would not fight Jake Paul. Well, it depends on how much money I would get. Yeah, I would fight him. Jake it's basically Paul, how I- much are you willing to take to get knocked out? Yeah. So, so I mean, the thing. The, 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 listen, here's the thing that I would do is like I would I would kind of throw in the towel after a bit. I would I would I would get in there for a couple of rounds, try and defend myself, and then I would. Because like the thing, is, so I would be hella strategic. So I would like I would like take knees. I would take a knee. I'm gonna tell you exactly what I would do, right? I'm just gonna stick this to popcorn and pines being my team that's walking down the aisle with me and all that other shit. As soon as that bell rings, fucking all three of you throw in the towel. (laughs) (laughs) Throw in the towel. Boom. Get paid. Go home. Nobody's hurt. Yeah. I'll take care of you guys from the payment. We'll go home and we'll fucking record a podcast right after. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll give the people a bit of a show. Like, I'll I'll like square no. up a little bit, but but after after that first couple of hits, I'm I'm out, man. I'm I might just hits. I'm gonna say I, I, I might so I might strategically try to jump out of the ring. I'm serious. I, I don't know how many hits I can take from somebody that's trained in boxing. Yeah, I'm not saying I can't take a punch, but somebody that's trained and like knows how to not knows yeah. how to legitimately throw a punch, not just throwing a punch in a street fight, but le- not only legitimately throw a punch, but nowhere to hit you to where it can fucking hurt you slash knock you the fuck out. I don't want to take that risk. So I'm gonna, you know what? Throw in the towel. This fight was for seventy five million. Listen, I'll because that's where it starts. Happy. <laughs> it's probably gonna get there. So five million, ten million, a million. I don't give a fuck. If you he plays Mayweather, it's going to be millions. He is fighting Mayweather, right? Yeah, he's fighting Mayweather. Yeah, Logan Paul's fighting Mayweather. Oh, it's not. Oh, okay, it's the brother. Well, Jake, I mean, it's going to be a joke. It's not. It's not. Who's like, better? He, I know oh, Jake I mean, just beat um, Ben Astrid, but Ben Astrid's a Yeah, he, he can't fight. He's just ground wrestling. And yeah. <laughs> he knocked his ass out. Jake, what what Jake Paul to what Jake Paul is doing is very fucking intelligent because it's like I'm gonna call these big names out. I'm gonna get paid a fuckload of money. Yeah, loser draw. I'm gonna get paid. But the thing is with Jake Paul is once he gets knocked out, that's it. Nobody's gonna want to tune in to see him fight anymore. Yeah, 
So it's like, well, it's it's once he stops fighting these fucking scrubs, because like that's what I was gonna say. It's like it, it's smart for him to fight people like me or you, so to speak, that don't have yeah. any training in boxing. We're podcasters, so it's like yeah. we put our energy into podcasting, and you know we'll podcast circles around you, Jake Paul. And I say that <laughs> I'm calling you out on that. Fuck you. But, <laughs> there's so laying, many UFC fighters. Cormier wants to fight him. I think Bisping wants to fight him. But in MMA. Yeah. Oh, I would love to see him fight MMA. Oh my he god, I love he's. I think, but he's smart because it's the money. It's like, okay, I've been training in boxing. Let me call it these MMA fighters. Yes, they're MMA fighters, but they can't use ninety percent of their skills because they're boxing one and two. Boxing MMA, MMA boxing, and regular boxing is completely different because MMA boxing you have to worry about takedowns and all that other yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, people, let me just pull this. Thing up here before we bounce. Here's where you can find all of us. I know I pulled it up earlier, but I'm pulling it up again because this is basically the end of the show and I got to pee worse than <laughs> on a Friday afternoon. Ditto. So, yes, check all this out. And yeah, there's R. Kelly. Like, I, w- I wasn't joking about that. But I will say this, people thanks for popping by. Please pop by next Saturday. And also tune into Horror Source 30 on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And deep focus in on podcasts. 6 a.m. on the West Coast, 9 a.m. on the East Coast, I believe, on Sundays. Ibrahim, please give me those times. Saturday. Thing. It's a Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Saturdays. But so we, released a, we released a podcast today. We reviewed the movie The Fall, which is on one of our little the fall. wheels. Yes, which I'm very interested and in, intrigued in watching because I was listening to yeah. that earlier. But yeah, um, send me the times and I'll add it to the thing on this. So once we, you know, share that shit, I'll yeah. But thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for popping by and peace, peace, peace. Peace out. Enjoy the rest of your evening. It was a little girl's fault. It wasn't her fault. <laughs> they deserve fault. to die in dog. All the.